Hey, uh, you're back. I am back. Welcome, everybody. Yay. To uh, the Grant Week. I don't know why I said that. I don't know why you said you that. You say either. it later. Well, I do. I, I do I, as you well. just titled the episode. The, yeah, yeah. The Grant <laughs> The Grant Week. <laughs> Uh, congratulations on having fun in Disneyland, and I now will. we're gonna uh, let Jameson go, and yeah, have, he turn. can have fun in Disneyland. You're next. I I'm supposed to be. I'm I'm actually am. I'm supposed to go in January. So oh, nice. we'll see. Uh, for those of you that don't live close, uh, we don't live that far away from Disneyland. Technically, mm. I mean we're in a different state, but two-hour plane ride. We'll be there. Yeah, a couple hours. Yeah. It's nice. Or a long drive, like or, I did. Yeah. Or yeah, <laughs> kill yourself. Uh, wait, did your heater and your AC work? Yes, it did. Oh, okay. Well, did you spend eight hundred dollars in gas just to get no? There? I don't know how you did that. What are we um, doing? Sports. Sports. Sports are good. <laughs> hey, good. we're going to talk about fun. sports. Uh, today was a trade deadline. We're going to get to that right away. Lots of stuff. Lots of trade deadline stuff to talk about. Some winners, some losers. Uh, we've got pick them up the update today. Uh, one of us is not doing as bad as we thought. Um, I don't smell anything. Do you smell other what the than rock is this, cooking? Other than your horrible breath over here. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's get right to it. Grant's back. Uh, we're going to do this thing let's go welcome to sports of I for november 2nd 2022 what's up everybody matt on the mic next to me and back with us is grant yep After grant week is back oh, pfft, oh okay. <laughs> whatever Ed Jameson is always on the third mic. Yeah, uh, we are uh, we are fresh off of trade deadline Tuesday. Happened today. We nine were texting each other today. all through those nine trades today, just back and forth in on the craziness. So much happened today that doesn't make sense um, in the long scheme of things. Like, there's a few good trades. I mean, there's yeah. definitely some winners, and we're gonna get to that in a little bit. But like. There was some trades that went down today that we were like, this makes zero sense. But also there was some that I was expecting to happen that didn't. Yeah. I think like there, three or four that I was like, oh, this is happening. Well, there didn't. is, and, and there is a couple of teams that we're going to ask some questions of tonight because they yeah. screwed up. Um, they <laughs> did not make moves that I think were essential to their success. Uh, one, of us, one of them is a team that one of us roots for. Um, another one is a... Uh, a team that we were all, I mean, everybody was like, this This is obvious what they need to go do. So I'm going to bury the lead here and put it to the back burner for a moment uh, because I do want to talk through these trades and kind of get through what was compensated uh, here in the last 24 hours for different players. Uh, we were shocked this morning on one of them. We did not see TJ Hawkinson going yeah. anywhere. That's no. a young player, a tight end from the, the Lions that we thought, man, right. this is a guy they're going to build around. This is Foundational a... Foundational piece. Absolutely. And he is an, uh, a hard-working dude, keeps his mouth shut. I mean, he's a dude you want to pay, you want to mm -hmm. build around. And he's the Jared Goff security blanket. Yeah. I mean, they, they, there are so many people that say his the other NFL comparison is George Kittle. I mean, the dude blocks well yep. in the run game. Um, he definitely has he's a bigger top five shoulders than George Kittle. Just he's probably like the there. fourth yeah. best tight end in the league. I, yeah, a top five for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And and he goes. Not, not only does he leave the team, Division but for some rival. stupid reason, <laughs> the first time that they gave him to the Vikings, who are six and one right now. And by the way, they're going to play him twice a year. What yep. the crud are is the stupid Ford family doing? I don't understand. Well, well that and too, I mean, it's the first time since 1998 that the Vikings have traded interdivisionally. Like, I mean, it's 
And it's on a very but short it list. Doesn't of, happen in the NFL. Well, yeah, it's a very short list anyway. Especially, especially somebody who's top tier at their position. I mean, you see this happen. Like uh, the Dolphins have weirdly traded uh, a couple of times with the Patriots, which is odd. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's Bill like, Belichick. He's odd. He does yeah, weird things. They, and I don't know how you talk people into that stuff. Other than the Dolphins were so bad when they did it, but um, yeah, it just doesn't happen in division. Mm-hmm. You, this, this is like a no-no. Massive. These are teams you, again. You're going to see twice a year. These are rivalry games. Uh, you don't want to play real good guys in rivalry games, and you don't want to make your opponent better. And definitely, the Lions made the Vikings better today. Yeah, yeah. Um, that to me was the big shocker that went off today. Um, I will say though, uh, Kirk Cousins does rank 32nd in every category when targeting tight ends. So hopefully, they're trying to fix that. <laughs> I, well, saw, I saw that stat today. I mean, since Q- Kyle QBR, Rudolph, QBR. Um, yards, touchdowns. Yeah. He ranks dead last in everything when targeting completion percentage when targeting tight ends. Hopefully, they're trying to fix that. That's obviously what they're trying to do. They're trying to complete yeah. a team that is probably they have a good chance to win the division, get in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, and I feel like they were kind of throwing the white flag on their second round pick from last year. Irv Smith has been super disappointing. I think they just today. put him on injured IR too. Yeah. For yeah, I think they did. eight to ten weeks. Like so, it's, uh, it's high ankle. So I mean, that's that's usually six to eight. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna say, hey, don't so, rush, come back. Yeah, I mean it's a four week minimum. We know that, but um, he's you can put different designations on it. I I believe that injury is six to eight weeks. Yeah. Um. So, and I know high ankles can linger. Um, was a forty nine er fan who had to watch Trent Williams suffer through one last year, uh, and this year a little bit, but he's back. It's fair. Um, Elijah Mitchell has also gone through the high ankle, so no thanks. Um, but no, it's uh, uh it was just a, such a big surprise. Another big trade in the last twenty four hours. The leading tackler in the NFL, Roquan Smith, gets traded from the Bears uh, to the Ravens. And uh, well, I would say compensation was fair on that one. It was second rounder and a fifth, yep. I believe is what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they get something back or is that just straight up second and fifth? I believe that's, I think that's what it was. Bears didn't get I, anything. I think it was a straight up. Or, I, I mean, uh, there's been so Ravens many trades that it's back. hard to keep track anymore. Yeah, we'll a, lot pull of up, seconds, a lot of second rounders too. We'll pull like up it. compensation stuff because we're going to get into just some winners and losers here in a minute. But. That to me was uh, that one's got to happen. Well, that, Roquan that fr- has stated publicly, "I'm not resigning with his team." They mm-hmm. apparently insulted him with uh, contract offers. Which, if you dig down in the depths of the internet, you will hear that those numbers were uh, reportedly nine or nine point five million annually. Um, I don't know if you guys remember what Fred Warner signed in the off season, <laughs> but it was in the to the tune of seventeen a year. Yeah, um, over that same duration, Bears going to Bears. Insulting. Yeah, Bears I mean, going to Bears. Bears are trying to build the future. That's what they're trying to do. They don't care about winning now. Oh, the, it's very uh, clear. Bears fans, even though seem, they traded away their second round which, pick this year. Yes, and, we're, and I want to get to that in a moment. Uh, well, maybe it's fair. The other trade that they did make was they sent their second rounder, not the one they got from the Ravens, which has less value. The yeah. one from the, Ra- Ravens, the Ravens are, are good. Ravens are a playoff Bears. team. They look like a playoff team right Bears, now. Bears are four and four, but they're not going to be good. They are not good, and they just trade away. They also trade away Robert Quinn, uh, who is one of the best players they had on that team, even as a approaching mid thirties mm-hmm. uh, yep. defensive end. I mean, former Rams legend. Well, Robert I mean, R- former Rams legend. What is this like? His fourth team? He, he's bounced around quite a bit, yeah. but he's still really. He was a Dolphin, yeah. Uh, um, I don't remember. I, I don't know. I mean, he's been too many places for me to. It's either four remember, or five. But is this four team four or five for him? Yeah. But I mean, either way, they, again, they so they get rid of their two mainstay pieces on defense. 
Then they go get Chase Claypool from the Steelers for their second round pick, which at this point I think they'd be in the they they'd be in the fifteen range with theirs. I think the Ravens pick, obviously, like we were just saying, is going to be more valuable mm-hmm. uh, or, or less valuable. Less sorry, valuable. Uh, they're probably going to be picking in that uh, early twenties uh, range. So, um, was surprised to see that they talked him into giving that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Steelers did. Um, the uh, uh, so they go get an offensive weapon. They uh, give up two. Who's like the complete weapons. opposite of what they have in that room? He's a big, big bodied receiver, right? Two. Which M- Mooney need. is not. Mo- I mean, Mooney's Mooney's not near to that size. No, he's a he's a route running yeah. type of he got small the long guy. Arms. He can yeah. leap and grab. Works the sideline mostly. Yeah. Um, I know because I had to dump him off my fantasy team. Makes just, Fields' um, job a lot easier because he can just kind of throw it in that yeah. vicinity. He's the fifty fifty receiver. Really have to be super accurate. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, Bears playing the Lions this week. Mooney is available in over 45% of leagues. You might want to take a look at that. Um, just throwing that out there for you people. You have to hope that Fields throws the ball more than 17 times. You should probably hope for that. But you would think with uh, Chase Claypool coming, I hope so. they might try and throw a little bit more. Because um, they do have a good, a decent running game. Like Montgomery, who and has Herber. been playing a much higher percentage. Herber is, did a great job when, as a fill-in. Yep. Um, they, they definitely just could use some more pieces for sure for fields, but you can't tell me that they're only throwing the ball 17 times a game because they didn't have enough receivers. That was just systematically the approach. I mean, they're a 500 football team just because they went with a systematic approach to these games. Well, uh, I, been allowing I think they're also to trying to capitalize on Justin Fields getting better. We're seeing him getting better and better. And so they're trying to help, help their boy out. As we see all these quarterbacks that were drafted last year, pretty much gotten no help from their team. And so they are they are seeing flashes. Obviously, even though the Bears lost yesterday or two days ago, uh, they got they got trounced 100. percent Fields did not play horrible. He lost the fumble, um, but he's slowly getting better. So I think they're trying to capitalize, trying to really give him a chance to be uh, something because the Bears have had nobody at quarterback for a long time. Even when they had a dude who was there for a long time, he really wasn't there for. He was very absent-minded when he was on that team mm-hmm. um, towards the end. So they're hopeful to have a guy. I'm hopeful for that franchise, too. They have the most cap space. They have well over $100 million in cap space. Uh, and I think, well, they might have eight picks now in the, in the draft. So they're, they're looking to the future. They're trying to build something. So if you're a Bears fan, um, I'm, also, I'm also fascinated <laughs> if you're listening to this. But if you are... Um, you should be, I think, excited yeah, for what your team is uh, trying to do. Shout out sure. to my buddy Geek, who uh, shout out, uh, who definitely drops in and and gives it a listen. Your team uh, is competitive, and they got so many tools to try and build for the future. So he he sends us the most colorful emails that we get. We get emails. We do get some emails. I actually, was just talking to Jameson about this, and to those of you who wrote in after our last podcast, um, you have been heard. So I, I won't. I won't. I want to elaborate on that right now. We're but too you, nerdy. You've been heard. We're too nerdy. Um, no, uh, for a certain thing, we we were a little too nerdy on on one particular piece of content. Um, so the uh, uh, big trade though that we haven't touched on, the only one that involved a first round pick today. By the way, um, you're, by the way, are you trying to log in to the email? You're not going to get in. That password you, has been changed. Why like do you four change it? times because I keep forgetting it. <laughs> <laughs> I I had to change it like a like three weeks ago. I was about to ask you what uh, it is, but I realized you have a microphone in your face. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to answer you <laughs> right now. Here's the password. Uh, no, we we buried the one uh, the one trade that involved a first round pick today. Bradley Chubb uh, gets traded away from the Broncos to the Dolphins. The Dolphins trying to make a run to take that division over. First year coach Mike McDaniel, big fan. 
big fan of Mike McDaniel. A lot of people are. Um, Put a microphone in front of his face and listen to that bit of awesomeness. Because uh, I love that dude in press conferences. But uh, he uh, traded away Chase Edmonds, uh, their 2023 first round draft pick and 2024 fourth round draft pick for Chubb and a 2025 fifth rounder, which is pretty unconsequential. Uncons- I almost said that right. There you Unless go. you're the Seahawks and you draft your defensive rookie um, of the year. That was a little pick. surprised to see Chase Edmonds go, but he clearly does not fit the system. Raheem Mostert's taken over from McDaniel. Well, McDaniel brought his dude from the 49ers when and he then, came yeah, over. Yeah, and then, and, then, and then traded for Jeff Wilson. Today as well, uh, 49ers getting a fifth-round draft pick. Raheem Mostert fans punching the air right now in frustration. Hopeful. <laughs> they were excited because um, I, I, I'm a Raheem Mostert owner. Uh, for yeah, this week, I, for this I past am, week, I was. I am in two leagues, and I honestly not super concerned. I think Wilson just fits his mold better. Yeah. Um, Wilson is a, a good hands pass catcher out of the backfield, not a small body mm-hmm. either. Not the speedster that uh, Mostert is. Um, he can. He's good ball protector. Uh, all those little things that you want. Yeah. Um, but uh, Wilson's got the hands. I, Edmonds just didn't have that third. Uh, uh, sorry. Third down vibe about him, but and I will say I think this trade overall I think works for both teams. It addresses the needs that both teams ha- uh, need. Addresses the needs of both teams. Um, one being for the Broncos that they they need draft capital bad, so they're able to get a first round pick, and they're able to get a running back because their answer after Javante Williams went out has been Melvin Gordon, who likes to put the ball on the ground and give it to the other team, um, who's not been playing well at all. Latavius Murray, who they brought in, okay. But that gives them some depth at running back, which they desperately need. Well, they got to some... get younger. I mean, and, they just yeah. got to get younger at running back. That's just yeah. all there is to it. You can't, you can't keep those guys. Melvin Gordon's had his time. Don't get me wrong; has some good flashes. Yep, yep. still moves real well. But yes, he can still break away issues. for a forty-yard touchdown. Yeah, and anytime. With the ball in his hand, the dude can be lightning, but he can also drop the ball and change yeah. the momentum of the game. And, and Russ isn't the oldest quarterback. And even though he's had a rough year, he can, I think, when healthy, still throw the ball, obviously. Just need to hand but it off to somebody with some fresh legs. Exactly. Yeah. Like, when you have an aging quarterback, you need to surround him with those younger pieces because you can't just say, all right, Russ, go out there and sling the ball 40 times a game. Right. Uh, especially considering the fact that they signed him for a, you know, a long-term deal. He's you don't want him to at just... At least five years. Yeah, exactly. You don't want him to just throw his arm out. Mm-hmm. every year as he's aging as well plus that's well and all hits. these injuries now he's getting which he's never had throughout yeah. his career now he's there's yeah, been like he's, two he's had this year which is which is a new new territory for become Russ, a little so. less sack prone a little less injury prone if you can feel confident you know turn around and hand the ball off to some fresh legs so that that yeah. definitely helps if they can so i think i think that was a good trade overall yeah. for both teams because yeah the, the dolphins did not have a pass rush at all Think they were in the yeah, bottom. Yeah, I, I said that they had they had 15 sacks on the season. Yeah, yeah. that's really bad. I, that's uh, really bad. A little bit of a underrated trade today that I liked um, was William Jackson uh, coming over from Washington to Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh gets uh, Jackson and a seventh rounder. Washington just gets a sixth. This is a guy who just fell out of rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Washington's got their dudes. And they're young and they're healthy. And Jackson was due for a contract in the offseason. Um, Pittsburgh could use another corner for sure. Um, the defense has not been playing well. And yeah, they, they really just need somebody in their rotation who they could probably sign for a decent amount in the offseason. Um, this seems like a move that they're making to keep somebody under contract uh, or to get somebody under contract for a few years 
while they work on other areas in the roster. Um, Pittsburgh's not competitive this year. Um, RIP to that winning streak, Tom. One. Yeah, I'm sorry, probably buddy. headed to a top 10 pick. Um, I think that seems pretty likely at this point. But overall, um, I, I still think Jackson's a contributor, and that was a good get for them. Um, Washington uh, stacking a little bit of, uh, or at least moving up in the draft. They were probably going to cut him just because they had some roster Yeah, that was issues. the report. That was the report that if they couldn't find a trade partner, he was going bye-bye. Well, and I think it's really interesting because Washington's got like a million running backs right now. You yeah, they look do. down on that roster. And I and and I don't know why they've got uh sitting there is still like you got McKissick, um who's a legit Gibson. pass catch running back. Absolutely could have he was start his career in Seattle. The dude was fun to watch. Yeah, and, and and they just signed him to a newer deal. Um, you know, Brian Robinson just came back after getting shat. Yeah, twice um, in the league. And yeah. uh and dude's already making an impact. I mean, he was he just came in to be the starter. Antonio yeah. Gibson's a stud. Um I understand like gotten playing time. he's not a cut and run guy, and that's uh a little bit more of what they'd like. Um so Brian Robinson fits that steamroller straight ahead. It almost feels very but, New Englandish with like the yeah. kinds of running backs that they have and what like they can do. Three different yeah, but I mean they three different got some skill guys sets buried in this depth chart, and I'm like, man, they had some draft capital there, so it's kind of ex- uh, expecting uh somebody to go. Um, you know, there's teams that could use a guy. I thought the Bucks could really use a guy. Mm-hmm. Thought that might be a landing a spot. McKissick would be good for Tom Brady. Yeah, right now they could really a use out. a little help. They yeah. are they 32nd or 30th, 31st somewhere in there in the overall run. I mean, um, they're better than the Rams, but barely. But and we're like so they're right around 30 31st. <laughs> so I think you guys are at 31. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who's 32. It's not hitting me right now. I don't remember. But um but no, like could be the Colts, I mean could be that's which is crazy which is uh, crazy yeah. but i'm just thinking of teams that i mean jonathan taylor's rest in, R- rest in pe- who, you yeah, who, yeah i was, I was gonna say first overall i had people ask me should i take cooper cup or jonathan taylor first overall and i was like well you know like realistically i love coop but jonathan, you should probably take jonathan, jonathan yeah, taylor yeah, yeah. and ooh. it's i mean it's positional advantage that's what everybody said yeah yeah you know uh, i i would have if, if i had if I had the first pick, I would have done it. Yep. I would have 100%. And I would have hated myself for not doing it. Yeah. I would have done anything else. Yeah. And I now even. I would have uh, gone into week one going, what is wrong with you? Why did you do this? Yeah. Uh, Schwarber, by are. the way, always looks like he's going to murder a baseball somewhere. He already did. We're watching the uh, watching game three of the seven World nothing. What inning are we in, Grant? Uh, I believe it's the top of the bottom of the eighth they now. Away, and they just so. went, they just cut away to the commentators. Yeah. But man, the Phillies, I put on my Facebook, they are doing the Lord's work. They are beaten down. <laughs> The Astros, which everyone loves to see, said so bottom of the seventh inning right now. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty done here. Um, I'm hey, still gonna watch. By it the way, the uh, two other really good trades for a already good team. I hate them so much at the moment. Um, the Bills today, <clears throat> Nahim Hines. Yep. Uh, for Zach Moss and a 23 uh, conditional fifth rounder. Um, good think, move. I think for, for both teams. Yeah, also. for both teams, because genuinely, um, Hines is just getting stuck back there. Because would you rather have Jonathan Taylor catching the ball or Hines? Like most of the time, you're fine with Jonathan Taylor catching that ball yeah. and go. Um, Zach Moss is not. A he's a rec- goal line dude. You know, he's a goal line guy. He's not a receiver. He's short yardage. He's I think good, also good blocker. Good blocker. He's a good blocker. I also think that that Bills Bills team does not run the ball. Like and not very well at all, and so I think he's kind of fallen behind there a little bit. Well, I think it's because Singletary is is one dimensional. He's running or he's blocking. He's not mm-hmm. catching a lot, 
and this gives you somebody that you can put in on maybe down. So this is a second and five. Well, and this I, is a third and four, and you can put Hines in there. Dude can run if you want it, or you know if you want to go to his own play. But also, dude can chip somebody, get out of the backfield real quick, and take off. I, he's he's definitely legs, now the man. most athletic running back in that in that room for the yes, Bills. Absolutely, so, single Singletary's bowling ball that goes forward. Um, Hines is definitely going to be able to that, be that guy that just gets to the outside and does stuff. Yeah, and especially like smart. the Bills need a run game. They need run, they need a dynamic running back. Well, and I'd yeah. lo- I'll love to see they, they're talking about two back sets for them. This makes a lot of sense with that, too. Um, so mm-hmm. I thought that was a big win. They also uh, the Bills went and got a safety uh, Dean Marlowe from uh, the Falcons. This is a guy who also had fallen out of rotation. Falcons have had some dudes competing and winning mm-hmm. spots. Dean Marlowe falls out. He gets traded for basically nothing. Uh, just a seventh round pick this next year uh, from the Bills, and the Bills are just loading up. That was their other weak position. They lost. They had both safeties out there for a few games, mm-hmm. um, you know, and um, and so this is just them kind of reinforcing some obvious weak points. Or I wouldn't even say they're, I guess, weak. It's just not as strong as some other teams. So yep. um, that's all this was. But good on them. Um, you know, and honestly, I think looking at trades today, I mean, I'm definitely calling uh, if we want to look at like who won the day here and kind of look at it from that perspective. The Vikings won the day. Okay, the, so. the Vikings 100% won the For day. For what they got and what they only they didn't have to give very much to get what they got. Yeah, I mean, you're you you look at the compensation back. That was pretty stinking ridiculous. Um, the uh, I'm going to list it out specifically so I don't screw it up or, or uh, say the wrong thing. I mean, it's I mean so I think that also Hawkinson will be up for a contract after this year. Correct. And that's um, a re- auto resign. Like but yes. Yeah. You, you resign. And I think that if you're Hawkinson, you 100% do that. Cause can can I just say, up, though, up and up. If, if Hawkinson goes, because this has happened before, we've seen this happen. If Hawkinson went to him as a rental, Vikings get dumped in, let's say, the first or second round. And then he's like, Deuces and runs right back to Detroit. Hilarious. That would it will be not happen, but would hilarious. Be. Would be. And, uh, I mean, honestly, though, like, I feel like he has to resign because if you look at the state of that division, like, I don't see the Packers getting turned around get anytime soon. Not, no. Not with how uh, they draft and not with how they've managed the cap. The Vikings situation. are in the prime position to own that division for the next five years. Be, before we jump into those things, want to declare some winners of the day. So I'm going to get to uh, Minnesota. Uh, again, they got Hawkinson. They got a 23 fourth round pick. They got a 24 fourth round pick uh, that is conditional. Uh, all Detroit got was a 23 second rounder. Not that that's a bad pick. Yeah. Okay. But it's going to be a high one, Minnesota's, which right now is going to be late second round. And then they got a 24 third rounder, um, which we won't know about that for a little bit. But it's, let's just say that's between 15 and 27. Okay. That's what they got. Uh, those are later round picks, uh, you know, and not necessarily top tier money, if you will, for a dude who is, again, top five at his position. I mean, this is just hands down a win straight up uh, for Minnesota. And and I think they got the steal of the day. I think the other big winner is probably the Ravens. Um, you know, anytime you get the leading tackler in the NFL and that has it not. I mean, the Ravens have traditionally done well at the linebacker position. Those defenses are scary. That this front is a seven, defense. that front seven for the for the, I was looking at it today. The front seven for that 
Ravens oh, team that, is legit. Yeah, they got Clayus Campbell. They got now. Patrick Queen. They got Roquan Smith. And and that's the I thing mean, too. I think Queen. They were hoping Queen was going to be a little bit more than he is. To be fair, um, they wanted him to take that step in his second year. And, but and no, he hasn't yet. He's in his yeah. third. Yeah, you know, you were right. I yeah. Was we talking about Patrick Queen a whole lot last year? I'm coming in. You and you and I highlighted him. You're good. You're good. Uh, no, because he was drafted the same year as Jordan Brooks, who's up with us. No, you. Yeah, he was second. Yeah, he's oh, in like his talk- third year. He's like in his. He went depth chart hard. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I again, I I just I want to say like Roquan in that defense is going to be fantastic. That's yep. a Harbaugh defense. This makes it feel a little bit more like traditional Harbaugh defenses. Um, and uh, they're set up, I think, to move forward this year. Again, you didn't give up more than was necessary. You're not sacrificing a future. Uh, there were a lot of people thought uh, the Bears would hold out for a first round pick. This was the best offer that came in. Um, get him and, out of your divi- out of the conference. Get him out of the conference so you don't see him. Uh, take notes, Detroit, and yeah. <laughs> uh, you know that that is uh, that's exactly what you need to go do. Find your biggest weakness. Okay, they were unable to stop teams in the fourth quarter um, in the short game, especially. And here you go and get it done. Um, and, uh, and, and I think I'll touch on a game, uh, their, their game from this last week in a little bit, but, uh, that was just such a good win. So I, I say those two and then in third place, just, uh, who I was just highlighting the bills. I think, I think those are, those are three big winners, uh, from the trade deadline. Um, you know, now, now if we're being fair, cause we were talking about, okay, what is the trade deadline? How far back do we go? Cause if we were really thinking about it, We'd probably put the 49ers in the conversation as well because Sunday. Christian McCaffrey is a very good football Oh my player. God. <laughs> He's really good. I, you know, I, I think Aaron Donald said it best. He goes, game planning for that guy is an absolute headache. It's like, it's like game planning for Aaron Donald. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the same but, thing. But on the other side, like, mm-hmm. I mean, what well, he was and the, the Rams, unfortunately, had to play him twice in a row yes. because of how that worked out. Yeah. He got traded while Rams are. Yeah, we played, uh, we played the Panthers. Um, by week, and then played the Niners. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, cool, got him on both ends." Yeah. Uh, after Christian finally had like a full week, right? To right. Kind yeah. Of catch not up to not the first two week, days. He had twenty snaps or so. Yeah. And had like two days. He was yeah, on the team for two, two days, days. and was there. And like Shanahan had said, he goes, I, we couldn't loved- put him in on third down or even some of the goal line stuff because we just hadn't had time yeah. to get him installed. Yeah. Sports is so fascinating to me because everybody after that first game. And was like, oh, Niners, you idiots. It's two days. Yeah, it was like, oh, you idiots. You um, trade all those picks. Now, do I do think there's a lot of picks for running backs? Yes. And what, and what you guys have? Absolutely. It's yes, a lot. it is. But if you guys win the Super Bowl. Who cares? This it, is the, Jameson will tell you the same yeah. thing. But anyway. Who but yeah, cares? I love everybody's like, oh, the Niners are idiots. Yeah. And I'm like, you're after two days? Uh, dude, you got to measure that. It's so fascinating how season. sports works. How people think that all oh, the success has to be instant right now. Otherwise, it's a bust. Well, yeah. in in. You know, now that the game is another, or now the, the football is another game longer, the season elongated, um, you know, and why, like we've talked about many times in the NFC, you're expecting teams that are just over 500 to make the playoffs, that nine and eight, yep. uh, you know, 10 and seven is going to be a lot of these teams in consideration. So, um, you know, the Niners are trying to get just over that hump, get healthy and win. Because uh, the then when the playoffs the way, happens, when the playoffs happens, yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah. 49ers may set a, set a record uh, after their bye week this week. I just the, throw a quick stat out there. 
They may activate as many as 11 players off the injured list. <laughs> um, and that would be an all-time record. Uh, the previous is nine. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other thing, we've talked about this before, too, uh, so I won't hit on it too much. But again, with football and again, especially with the 17-game the season, it's not about where you're at right now. It's about mm. when you peak and Absolutely. if you can sustain that late in the season. Momentum is the name uh, of the game. We it's, saw with the Niners last year, they had a rough start. The Niners or the Rams had a rough start in the middle of the season yep. where they didn't win a game for like a month. And then both of those teams were in the NFC Championship right. and it was as close as you can get. Yeah, we so, were, well, we it's, were three it's and four. And yeah. but honestly, it also comes down to who's healthy. Yeah. Even even that, at that. That, too. That, that plays a huge part in the momentum yeah. and getting hot at the right time. It's if, if your guys are available or not. Yeah, we were three and four, ended up going seven and three in our last 10, yeah. make the playoffs, make the run three points away from the Super Bowl. You know, like it's, exactly. it's all about momentum and you can be a 10 and seven team. I, Eli Manning uh, won, won his first Super Bowl as a nine and seven team. Wild and, card, and the only wild card team. Bengals made Bowl. it to the Super Bowl somehow last year. Yeah. Yes, they did. I, and they even were with Joe Burrow getting put <laughs> underground nine seven times, times a game. It was nine. Yeah. I average seven. A average game seven. In the playoffs. Yeah. That yeah. first game against the Titans, yeah. oh, nine times. Dear Lord. Yeah. So again, you just you got to make it there. Yeah. Some teams have already kind of like you know penned their spot, like the Eagles. Yeah. I think yes. they just have. Well, the Eagles got to win. Their the division Eagles have to win three more games. Yeah. That's it. Grant, granted, the, the, the Cowboys yes. are right there, but the Eagles. Yeah. They are, they they have to go three and seven. And they have to finish the, the easiest remaining the schedule. Yeah. yeah, they have the easiest remaining schedule. So yep. it's like they've they've kind of tied that one up. Vikings have about tied up their division as well at this Damn, point. It so looks like it, man. Rodgers is going to have to pull one out of his hat. There's basically four. Understand. You know what's going to be crazy is when there is a team with a losing record from the NFC South hosting a playoff game. It. It could happen, although the, the Falcons have so Falcons look like of they want to win some football games. The dark DJ horse Moore Falcons. doesn't look like he wants to win a football game, but the Falcons do. That's uh, not all on him. No, no, and that wasn't a penalty. We'll get into that. It is a very uh, stupid rule, first that is, of all. That's, it's dumb, but, but he wasn't but even on the field. And again, let, let's be real. DJ Moore did, did his job. He did do his job. The kicker didn't. He you sh you shouldn't give him any excuse no, no, no. to throw the flag. Shouldn't give him no, one hundred percent. But he did his job. But also yeah. too, uh, that it, by the letter of the law, that's not a penalty. And rules officials have gone over that uh, immensely this week. I was listening yeah. a little. I I mean, we we talk about lots of different shows here, but D, I was listening to DP this morning, and uh, they had covered that uh, in depth and have uh, had their rules expert on. He's like, that's not a penalty. Yeah. He's like, uh, and the fact up. that that in and of itself would be a 15 yard anyways on top of field goals already being like 33 yards is kind of ridiculous. Dude, I mean, guys have beat their chest much harder than that and not gotten it called. Yeah. He did not point at the other team. Nope. He didn't. He didn't talk of his helmet, jumped into the crowd. Yeah. That was cares? it. Yeah. Have you seen a Lambo leap? This is what they every, do. Every time. You tell me Rogers has never gone into those bleachers without his helmet on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't believe that even a little bit. Yeah. It, I would say it's one thing if they're doing it, in the middle of a drive, obviously. Yeah. But the, context matters. Yeah. It's Absolutely. literally. It's like what? Six seconds left in the yeah, game. Like, I mean, obviously think, think about the weight of your flag. What does this mean? Yeah. What does this mean? You're, they're kicking a 40 yarder. Yeah. Imagine, obviously this wasn't the case. So this is revisionist history, but we, imagine, by the way, the Falcons, beat, we should yeah, say this Falcons, the, the beat Falcons did win the Panthers uh, in, overtime. in overtime because DJ Moore took his helmet off and 15 yard penalty. Then Turned the Panthers had to kick a 48 yard field goal. 48 yarders. That what it was. Holy crap. I didn't realize it was that far. Yeah, 48 yard PAT. Uh, that's I, asking I a lot. Flipped on that game. And I was like, why? 
are we kicking? Oh, they're going to kick a game-winning field goal. And I didn't catch the Hail Mary right before. <laughs> and then I was like, what the heck? I like pulled up Twitter and I was, like, saw hilarious. the Hail Mary clip, which, by the way, PJ Walker. Yeah. Slinging the rock. Yeah. Uh, you know what was awesome? Last week, we should, we should, we didn't get, uh, which we didn't get. We should talk about the XFL quarterbacks. Uh, well, yeah, last the week, they beat, they beat the GOATs. Yeah, Heineke I mean, and Walker beat yeah. Brady and Rodgers. Well, we we knew we knew that Heineke because we rooted for him a lot last year. Was going to yeah, come Heineke's in and win. He, he's going to win. We'll talk about games. him a little bit later when but we get into the. Uh, the stuff, but. but that is what happened. The I I do want to hit before we get out of all the trade stuff and the, and that's a great point about momentum and that's why these teams are making these decisions. Uh, there were some teams that don't have momentum that didn't make moves. What the crud are the Packers doing? You had to get a pass catcher. Like you had to get one. Yeah. You They're DJ morons. Moore was on the block. Speaking of him, DJ Moore was on the block. That is a game wrecking wide receiver. Literally. Um, I don't understand here's, what they're doing. Here's the other thing. There are so many guys you could have gone and got. They tried to get so Claypool. Many. Bears rejected it because they wanted to hire because the Bears because then the Bears but they're like, oh, that pick will probably be higher than the Packers. So the Steelers went with that second round pick. Throwing a seventh. Dude, throwing throw a sixth. Throwing a fifth. And you a get, second and a fifth for Claypool. Just get it done. Get something done. Nothing happened you, with Brandon Cooks this week either. That, that was, Brandon, that was a, I couldn't believe Brandon Cooks didn't go. That didn't, didn't make any sense was, for the Texans. It doesn't make any sense for anybody. Yeah. Texans to me were a loser because they didn't get that done. You're now going to lose this guy, period. Yeah, yeah you get he's, nothing. He's you not could get happy. A second. Like he, you he could get a second and a sixth. Yeah. About him, like, hey, you guys, you're playing with my career now. Not not because he didn't get traded, yeah. but because they put him on the trade block after he was loyal for so long and then still yeah. didn't get anything done. Oh, dude. And and that's so, not a good situation for their locker room. But and yeah. he's like one of the most consistent wide receivers of the past five years. Uh, yeah. uh, dude, I mean, a thousand yards, what, seven what is he at? A thousand yards for like seven or eight seasons? Yeah. yeah. If it weren't for Mike, teams. if it weren't for Mike Evans, we'd be talking about like Brandon Cooks, like with all these thousand yard seasons, yeah, with well, a million different quarterbacks, yeah, bunch of different it's, teams. It, on another night, we're going to get in a Hall of Fame discussion. By the way, uh, Mike Evans is going to be in that discussion. Oh, well, oh yeah, hundred percent is. It's it's not dud. Everybody, I would I would say. Oh that. well, then you, you're you an idiot ask, if you don't yeah. if you, you don't think people, that you just I, drop his name yeah. without looking knowing his stats by heart. Like then they, they're I mean, dumb. We do, but like you know, yeah. Just like um, some I people on here weren't friends watch football. You yeah. if, hold on, if you actually think that you don't watch football, I mean, you, email you us. You I won't see the email enough. anyway. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I still have my note on my phone about my JJ Watt Hall of Fame case. Okay, okay. There, there were some people in this podcast yeah. that weren't uh, as for sure on that one as I was. I, I, it's, there's a well, yeah. I won't say, um, I won't say who. <laughs> there's one specific person, yeah. but the. I, wait, wait, no, wait, you're making it seem like it was me. It, well, well, the, well, this person Grant is wearing fuzzy 49ers. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. I, I have things to say. You about. just said, you just said, you said, yeah, someone on this podcast, yeah. like uh, completely trying to throw it my direction because I'm well, the one that has really the hot takes. It's really fun when I do that, and you weren't here last time. So, <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I do want to say just the Packers have to figure out how to be successful in this era of football. You let your best receiver walk. You put these oh, you rookies out there with the guy who hates rookies. And then you think that this is going to go well. And Rogers is your, scrub. your defense is being asked to do so much that they're starting rookies. to fight. There's they're fighting it's like young, crazy. I mean, they got drafted too. dude. The, the last that year, defensive room is turning on itself. You're hearing reports all over the place today. They do not trust their defensive coordinator. They don't trust the defensive play calls coming in. Um, and, and genuinely, I think it's all symptomatic of the fact that they can't 
sustain drives. They don't have anyone to throw the ball to on third down. They're like, and, and don't throw Randall Cobb out there. Where is he right now? He's on a sideline, not playing in games. So when the they're in the third dude and that six, Aaron Rodgers likes on that team, yeah, probably. Because he doesn't trust any of these kids. And honestly, it makes sense. You watch them. I mean, uh, Dobbs last week drops this drop. wide open Big touchdown. Drop. It's over. My wife is watching those highlights with me and she's like, Oh, that was bad. My wife knows yeah. nothing about football, and she's and she goes, "Oh, does he? He plays for the Packers." Aaron Rodgers is angry, and yeah. my wife knows nothing about football. If my wife is telling you to figure it out, <laughs> figure it the crud out. And you had the opportunity to do that uh, today. These guys were on the block. There's playmakers. So- get Kadarius Tony. Go get somebody. Throw a second and a fourth, a second and a fifth. Do it. Get it done. It makes no sense. Because obviously yeah, you guys do nothing do with it. those picks anyway. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Like, Darius Tony's probably going to return punts in Kansas City, and you could have had him <laughs> as your wide receiver one. Yeah. I mean, like Hardman scored three touchdowns against the 49ers. Yes. By the way, also pick him up. Uh, he's got a great... I forget who they're playing this week. He got a good matchup. Um, but I, 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 he's on my waiver wire right yeah. now. But uh, genuinely, they're like, idiots. I don't understand what it is about your front office that thinks, well, we'll just go get some receivers next year. Dude, you've been doing this for a while. It's not working. The last time it worked was the guy that's now playing for the Raiders. No one's going to stay through this crap, and you have to pay people that aren't named Aaron Rodgers. You have to, or well, you're never going to win. Jordan Love well, I will, uh, catch Lord, football? I am going to say this, though. <laughs> I will say this. Aaron Rodgers did bring this on himself. I'm going to say that. He knew when he signed that deal that Devontae Adams was not coming back. There's a difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and it's not just that one has seven Super Bowls and the other one has one. Uh, one of them takes less money so that he yes. can keep people and on one the is a roster. leader and one's yeah. one's a selfish. And I mean, even doo doo head. It, it, it's not like they're they both were, selfish doo doo heads in their own rights. But yeah, and it's not like New England always had the most stacked oh, wide receiver rooms. We won't make any personal attacks here. Yeah. I mean, I will. We, I, I, I will not make any personal attacks. Okay, yeah, but it, and it's not like. New England always had the most stacked wide receiver rooms oh. when they had a chance to but get also, Randy Moss. They did, they they did have a real good one for a couple they, years. They did. Jalen Edelman was, was legit for a few yeah. years. And then, I mean, yeah. you think that uh, Tampa Bay wouldn't have paid out the Yang for Tom Brady, but now you go to uh, Tampa Bay and he's got a pretty, well, maybe not right you now. Know, but, you know who's making money on that team? Everybody. Because yeah. they don't care and they mm-hmm. get it. Tom takes his money up front. They save the cap space and they pay Godwin. They pay Evans. They pay the Devin offensive White. linemen that they can afford to keep. They pay Devin and White. Fournette. They that, go get their dudes. And because Fournette he does that a new deal and in the they offseason. win, people will do the same for Tom. Yeah. People will go Absolutely. take a pay cut to go play with Tom. If, people aren't going to take a pay cut to go well, pay and, with Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is going to make all the money. They're going through it right now. but like, and, and we're using them as an example. I understand they're pretty much in the exact same boat as the Packers yeah. at this moment. But... Like if if they were a 500 team, Tom could pick up the phone and call one of the best tight ends that exists on the face of this planet, and he will come play again. Yeah. Like they just need to be in a better competitive spot. We know that. Like th- that dude attracts people to come in. Yeah, the Packers have to do it for Aaron because Aaron can't do it. They've got to figure this out. But it is a hundred percent on the front office of that team that mm-hmm. you haven't figured this crud out. This is the same, yeah, all it was was same... a second and a fifth. You're not even sacrificing cap money. Like, yeah. that's ridiculous. And they have a little, by the way. 
and you just don't go do it makes zero sense. You could have gotten anybody at the end of the rookie deal that's buried into whatever team's yeah, you know, end of the depth chart. Yeah. Absolutely. Claypool would have been a perfect fit for them. Second and a fifth would have done it. And Claypool is fantastic when you're chucking the ball at him seven, eight times a game. He just doesn't get the volume right now because that offense can't stay on the field. Yeah. Well, and also he's now he's like third on the depth chart, I think, with Deontay Johnson. They, George by the way, Pickens. if you can go get Pickens, go get Pickens. They they do the the Steelers have a pretty nutty receiving core. Or they, they always, they always do. They always they do a great yeah. job. Or, or they did. Now they're obviously one short in that. But, uh, but I, I don't. I mean, and honestly, I think that's more just a. They're going to be able to get Pickens the ball more because yeah. that dude Which in the red zone do. has been. That's what money. they want to do. And Deontay is a possession receiver, and he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Fryermuth is on that team. By the way, the fact that in. that team does not. I understand. We don't need, have, need to have the Trubisky discussion today. <laughs> but like the fact that they don't have a yeah, three hundred and five yards per game a passing attack is ridiculous. Yeah. And and Claypool is just getting lost in the mix there. And they're having to literally dial up plays to get that guy the ball more. Which they also is can't run the ball. Right no, now. there is Najee that, and that's because their big. offensive line is bottom three in the league. Um. So, you know, that to me is the biggest loser today. The The Lions are losers today massively. I think, and the I don't know what you're doing Bears. I'm going to put them in as the honorary mention at third place because I don't know what they're doing. You'd go trade your defense away, but then you go get offense. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I think they're just, again, I think they're just trying to help out, trying to see really see what they have in Justin Fields. So I think they're going to have to make a decision the next year. About yeah, what they want to do with gotta, him, and you so you decide by this by the end of next year or this. But point, I, at least. I, I think yeah. I think they go get a guy who is a second round pick. I mean, this is that guy. I think that you get more value out of him than you would some unknown second round wide receiver potentially. I, you know what you have in Claypool. To, to be honest, uh, Jacoby Brissett or Tyrod Taylor, and I don't mean to just name certain you know quarterbacks that are lookalikes, but that makes more sense to me than going because if you go if you go spend draft capital on a quarterback at this point, one you're gonna piss off your fan base Two, you're gonna put pressure on a guy who in in the quarterback room that you don't need to he expects you to bring in veterans and i would say that those two dudes are great mentors and they have done nothing but support the guys above them and then Justin excel when Fields they're in has the game had no veteran presence at the qb right and, None. I, and personally i think jacoby Brissett's their best fit uh because that dude may be glass but uh glass looked real good last night just saying mm-hmm. uh, i was some shiny glass um, but it was, no, it was stained glass. It was that really beautiful glass of church. <laughs> yeah. We we would uh, uh, we'd touch some more on this stuff, but we got some things to get to. Well, I, I want to say real quick, talking about winners. I I do think the Broncos were winners coming out of this. They um, because they're able to you know get get a running back, get get a first round pick. Because dude, if they didn't, I mean they have no draft capital. It's all going to Seattle this year. I think their draft capital makes sense, but this is still to me. You trade away your defense. He's their best defense player. Yeah, I mean, no, Sertan, I, you I can, honestly would you can say what you want about Sertan. I think Sertan is and 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 Simmons, and I I, I don't think that they're bad. Yeah, but but when Chubb is going after that quarterback, dude, they are they're dangerous, and yeah. I don't know that they have the reinforcements there to get that done. If you That's take fair. Sertan off the field, they get worse, but it doesn't drop as far yeah. as when you lose Chubb. Which so is that is, is why I would, why I would, I would kind of do the flip side of that and say Talent another big winner right, would be the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, and this one because obviously like we, we talked ad nauseum about Tua and all that stuff, and yeah. it's it's working right now. Obviously, um, he can he's, float those balls as much as it, he wants to. He has, uh, got, his, winning, his winning so percentage good. is much better than you, Justin Herbert. You have uh, a ton of yak. I mean, I'm taking Herbert a hundred times. Oh, I am too. Over Tua. Um, imagine that ball's going. Imagine Herbert throwing to. Uh, yeah, it is going to onto the warning track. Oh, with two guys on. Wow, but. uh 
I look good coming off the bat. But I, you know, the the Dolphins, it's obviously going to be rough sailing in the AFC, but they've already beaten the Bills. Yeah. And if you add Bradley Chubb to that. lost on the Bills record. Yeah. Well, on this. That's good stuff. And, and, and they could home. end up with the best divisional record still. Yeah. They could. They could. They, could. they would have a tiebreaker. Well, and think about it, the the whole the whole trade they made with the Niners, the Trey Lance trade. They turned that into Jalen Waddle, yeah, Tyreek Hill, and Bradley today. Chubb. Yeah, those those three first round picks they got Waddle, Hill, and Chubb, which are now going to be like the three best guys on their absolute team. fantastic moves. Yes. I mean, we we hated on them a ton for uh, how they they treated their previous head coach and all the garbage that they did, and deservedly so. Uh, they deserve all yeah, the, all yeah. the crap thrown their way. Because their, owner, their ownership group, not a fan. Yeah. What's keeping them alive right now is, is the roster and the coaching. Not Absolutely, organizational stuff is still a mess. Yeah, but no, I, I mean, I got to give—I don't know their GM's name, but that, those I, I agree. Gotta those were some great yeah. moves today mm-hmm. um, for them, and uh, a strong team got stronger there. Um, we got some stuff that we want to get to, though. Um, I was going to take some time grade trades, but we already spent so much time there. I'm going to move on. <laughs> um, uh, I think we already kind of listed uh, how we felt about the trades, at least. Um, and I want to get into some stuff. Uh, we had some great, a, a few great games this week in, in terms of the drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said I wanted to touch on one. It was the first game of the week, Thursday night football. Um, and this is before the Roquan Smith trade for the Ravens. They were taking on the Bucks. Um, and uh, this was uh, Thursday was my birthday, so I was paying attention to this game. Um, and uh, genuinely, that long ago, it feels that? like forever ago. What? Thursday? Yeah. It really does. It feels like a long, long time. It, it kind of was. It, for, I, honestly, I took I you to lunch on your birthday, and that seems like that was, that was like three weeks ago. Is that ago. one that was? Yeah. Dang. Oh. That, oh. Does that feel like a long time ago? It kind of does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that pizza was really good. It was we good. did some Southpaws. Oh, South, Southpaws yeah. always we did, nice. we did the perfect chicken. Good no, we love the I, we love the perfect chicken. I don't like it with the onions. Neither does Levi. So we we ex uh, those. That's a bummer. That's like the highlight. But uh, I'm not a I'm not a big chunk of onion guy. I just gave Jameson a fist bump. Yeah. You can't see that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the onion superiority gang has arrived. arrived. <laughs> uh, but no, I I loved this game from the perspective of there's there's been a lot of talk this year and and last year and rightfully so that Lamar Jackson does not finish in the fourth quarter. Um and get That's stuff just been done. true of their whole team this year. And and this year, yes, their defense has given up some stuff. This is again not been the normal defensive squad. Uh they were lacking it in that middle game. Big the secondary's time. been rough. They got beat up a lot. You can throw the ball on the Ravens right now. I I think Roquan's going to take a lot of pressure off them because with that run stopper up in the middle, they're not going to have to designate eight guys, nine guys of the box, mm-hmm. uh, just to stop the run. And they got a rookie at safety there. Yeah, and admittedly, to like, admittedly, too, a lot of that is uh, Lamar's not doing them any favors, keeping the ball to to finish out games. Fair point. Yeah, the last like three, four weeks, he he had a, he was a hot start. Everyone was like MVP Lamar's back, and I agreed. And then a lot, like, I, 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 except for this past week, last like three three yeah. weeks, he's been yeah, bad. Some, some questionable well, decision making. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people that already complain about uh, their play calling over there, but it is what it is. Well, the uh, the Ravens though go and are down. 10-3 first quarter. They came out with a typical Justin Tucker uh, drain down the middle. That, though, was super short. They were inside the 10 when he kicked that. Um, couldn't get it done on third down. I uh, get the ball in the end zone. So they get the 3-0. Okay. Well, Fournette then rumbles in uh, on a close one. Uh, suck up uh, drains a short one. There, There's 10-3. Nobody scores from that point on. Until we get into the middle of the third quarter, they finish out a drive. 
Uh, the Ravens do. Uh, Kenyon Drake gets in the end zone, a little jerk, um, after I dropped him because he hosed mm-hmm. me the week before. Yep. Uh, and uh, uh, <laughs> I escaped to 60, 63 yards and a, and a touchdown. I'm like, uh, uh, the week before, he had six yards? Yeah. Um, that was cool. But they tie the game up at 10, and then they take the lead after getting a stop uh, and uh, score another touchdown with five seconds left in the third quarter. So they go up 17-10. Now, this is where I was worried. Okay, I'm, I'm watching the game, and I'm like, okay, start of the fourth quarter, they're up 17-10. But Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time and mm-hmm. also the greatest fourth quarter uh, quarterback yeah. of all time. And I'm like, all right, this is what he does, and this is what's going to happen. So I was really eager to see what happens. Well, the thing I thought was going to happen, suck-up comes in, they get inside the 20, and, um, and I'm thinking, all right, they're going to score. Well, Ends up being suck up, putting one between the uprights. They hold him. Okay, defense is doing it. And then I said out loud for anybody that was willing to listen, I'm like, okay, but can can the Ravens answer? Can they get one across the goal line? And Lamar flat out takes him down the field, gets it done, hits Duvernay in the end zone, and puts him up again. Um, at that point, they're up. 24-13, and I'm going 24-13 with under seven minutes left. This is done. This is absolutely done. And then Tom drives him down the field again. But the defense makes another stop inside the 20. Things come together. Suckup has to kick a field goal just to get him within eight, make it a one-score game. They do that, and I'm like, okay. But if you give Tom the ball back, okay, if you give him the ball back, this is, it's not going to end well. We, we've seen this story played out it, so many times in the last the 20 years. This is the golden rule of football. Like, you don't give Tom Brady the ball back. I have that phrase embedded into my Facebook page. I can't tell you how many times. Yeah. Like, just sitting there frustrated watching those games, sometimes laughing because of who they were playing. But, like, sometimes just... Sometimes mad because I was, like, how he won. Was, he was I was Super getting Bowl. victimized, yeah. Um, but, no, I, I'm, I'm like, man, you just, you don't give him the ball back. And when you, uh, without putting points on the board, especially. So Lamar does it again, gets him down the field, this time not for a touchdown, but the field goal goes up with 2.12 left. They do give Tom Brady the ball back. Guess what happens? Tom Brady Brady scores in a minute and 20 something seconds. Okay. And then they do the onside. Finally, uh, the Ravens fall on the ball because we know 49 seconds means nothing to Tom Brady and he could have easily gotten him in. But. Um, that field goal made it an 11-point game. Uh, they end up winning by five uh, after they cover it up. And to me, this is, yes, you need your defense to help you because Tom Brady's terrifying, and he did put up three scoring drives in the fourth quarter, okay? But when yep. you put up two of your own and you push it back on him and you keep that at length so it's not a field goal he's trying to get, it's not, you know, he's you got to get over the goal line. This first, yeah. like, half of his career, it was just, yep. Yep. It was just marching down, be big on third down. Big on third down all had, the time. And had a had a had a Hall of Fame kicker to kick, kick the game winning field goal. That Absolutely, was, that and, was his game. So he won like he's three. He's got a good one first. right now. I mean, Nick I Folk, twenty one points on. Uh, or, sorry, not, suck up, suck up, suck up. Had a great game. Uh, I always think Patriots. That's where my brain goes. Yep. Um, but uh, Nick Folk did have twenty one points on Sunday. Uh, the uh, but for me, the reason this is my game of the week is because this team had to get stuff done, and they got it done. Um, they scored 24 points uh, in the second half 
and just went to town on the offensive side. And when you look at that, 24 points against a Tom Brady team who's taken up possession drives and doing all the right things, fantastic. And also, hats off to uh, the Ravens' defense uh, for holding them to those uh, field goals. They kicked three field goals inside the 20. Uh, that's big. And mm-hmm. that, that's huge right there. I mean, you're you're taking four four points off the board three different times. That's the difference in the game as well. But Lamar got it freaking done. 24 points in the second half. So good on him. That was a great win. And uh, I personally loved seeing that game uh, and uh, just seeing Lamar do what he needs to do. So... Um, but that was my game of the week. I'm curious to see what you guys felt was the game of the week on your end. Uh, I'll let you like go, said, Grant, because I, I have a there's couple. a few of them. I, I have a couple in mind. So in case you pick, <sighs> yeah, one and, of I'm, mine, and you I'll, don't uh, gotta dig as deep as I did. This to me was a yeah. big deal. All yeah. right, I I don't know. There was a couple good ones. I mean, I thought that the Patriots Jets one was the most Belichick one ever. <laughs> Um, I mean, Zach well, Wilson. Did, no, I mean, come on now. Detroit was the most Belichick win ever. I mean, they threw the ball more than three times. That's yeah. so it's not the most. Well, no, Belichick I mean, like they suffocated the young quarterback to right. making dumb decisions. Yep. And then win, win within a score like that. That kind of yeah. thing. The defense showed up. Uh, Zach Wilson is not the guy. Um, we all knew that, and I think today was just proof of that. He should get benched. Joe Flacco has played better than him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and no, this is not Even 2010. Did, I want to see a did, Flacco revival. Dude, Let's go. A, a I mean, Joe Flacco I will, playoff return. Wouldn't that I don't want to awesome? see him throw it 50 times a game. Though. No, I, don't, yeah. I, I will say as not good as Zach Wilson's been because they haven't been winning by his hand. He is like three and one so far since he's come back. Yeah, but he has but that's he more has to two, say about the Jets being good. He has he's holding them back because he has yeah. two touchdowns to five interceptions yeah. this year. Well, yeah. they also don't have Brees Hall anymore. Rip. Uh, yeah. That, RIP yeah, that hurts a lot. Um, and so that kind of gets rid of now yeah, Michael to, Carter's not uh, as good, by the way. Seven no. seven carries for twenty six yards. No. Yeah. It's they're a hopeful, double rip. They're hopeful that James Robinson Oh, that's another trade we forgot to talk about. James yeah. Robinson. That was that uh, was yeah, a smart that was a smart trade for the Jets. Yeah. That was yeah. I mean, Travis Etienne is popping off like now. That, yeah. By the way. Um, yeah. so I like that. I, I I like that one. Um by the way, one. didn't see a lot of James Robinson because of the lateness of that trade yeah. in the week. You're gonna see a lot more of him this next week. Yeah, yeah. Carter's coming. He can, that dude can play. He's proven he can play. Yeah. Um, and he will there. He'll get playing time. Uh, the 49ers Rams. Uh, to me, was just exactly how I thought it would happen. Yep. That game was exactly <laughs> what I thought. I didn't say anything, and I wasn't planning on it. Yeah. Um. So I'll shut up. No, the but, the Rams are not a good football team this year, yeah. and we always lose to the Niners. So I went into yeah. that game being like, "We're up fourteen ten. That's not gonna last." <laughs> The, uh, I was I was sitting there like we're it's fourteen ten for the love of God please score some points yeah it was terrible well and I will say I saw a stat that um the only two losses that Sean McVay has when he's leading at halftime are to Kyle Shanahan yeah so I just Shanahan's got his number but for me honestly uh, game of the week has to go to the only two teams that had winning records going into this <laughs> into this game fair. mainly because of what I saw out of Geno Smith and what he did. The game was tied 13-13. He went five for five, 75 yards, and a touchdown to to go up in that game. When uh, Tyler Lockett had a drop pass, and Geno Smith went right to him. I was like, coming back to you. That was very bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, Lockett does not do that. I legitimately was like, is that? What? I legitimately had to rewind. I'm like, that was. Stone hands, Lockett I was like, that was Lockett? The dude's like the most sure-handed catcher we've ever had. He's fantastic. Um, and so when he dropped it, but then Geno Smith went right back to him and was like, hey, I'm coming to you. Like, looked him dead in the eyes. Um, Pete Carroll, the same thing. And then sure enough, Tyler Lockett with the game winner. And then our special team has been great. Our defense, um, the last three weeks of the season, um, they are ranked first in points allowed, yards, 
and um, yards per play, um, accommodating for the strength of opponent. So the Titans actually rank first, but they played the the, the Texans, the Raiders, and like the other team. But mm. in terms of compensating for the strength of opponent, the Seattle defense has is the best in the league. Um, last three weeks, so I think they're they're turning the corner there. I think this team makes the playoffs. I think they could honestly win the division. I don't know what this team's going to do, um, but that that offense is legit. They're ranked fourth in offense. Geno Smith, um, outside of probably Jalen Hurts, is the best quarterback in the NFC right now. Yeah, but did he do high knees on the plane ride? Mm, he yeah. did because not. Only good quarterbacks do that. Only, only good quarterbacks do high for, uh, knees for, 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 for four hours. hours. For three, four, four hours. Four, four hours. It's four hours. I thought he was stretching for an hour. Those four. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> but so but anyway, how does that get get out? Oh, yeah, because he got yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. we can we can talk about that later. But Geno Smith, outside of Jalen Hurts, is the best quarterback in the NFC. He's playing like it. Yeah, won at first in completion percentage. He's on pace for twenty nine touchdowns and six interceptions. That's what he's on pace for. Aaron Rodgers numbers. Yeah, literally. Yeah, and we, uh, he'll probably hit like thirty five hundred yards somewhere in that range. He's not throwing a whole lot. He's not having to. Shane Waldron is a beautiful offensive coordinator. He's probably getting a head coach job in the next two years, probably, for what he's doing with this team. Um, that defense is playing legit. They're going to get Offensive Rookie of the Year and Defensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, th- they have draft capital. they got cap space. This team is in the best position in the NFC West for the future in terms of draft picks and money. So I will say Sauce Garner will give him a run for his money, but statistically, as far as like the... You know, the yeah, the fancy stats. He doesn't quite have the picks and the touchdowns, obviously. Yeah, but but that's because nobody throws the ball. Yeah, no one throws the ball. Everybody's to him. afraid of it. Sauce Island over there. Yeah. It is, but it. I mean, for a fifth round pick, Tariq Woolen. I will. Is legit. I will say this too. Um, I was telling this to my cousin on Sunday actually because uh, we had the the game that game up on TV. Um, I don't hate the Seahawks as much anymore now that Russ isn't there which was weird because I felt like it was the opposite. I was like, I hate the Seahawks, but I like Russ. And so now that Russ is gone, like I can kind of root for Russ a little bit. Everybody's rooting like a lot. And it's totally flipped. And it's because of Geno Smith and because of Pete Carroll also, because I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I said it a million times last year. I was like, if you have to pick between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, you have to let Russ cook and you have to get rid of Pete Carroll. Like it seems obvious to me. I don't know what they're doing. But it's, you know, I have not been more wrong. I, I, dude, I, the same thing. When the trade happened, I was like, you're picking a 70. Oh, we were all wrong. Yeah. 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 You're picking. Yeah. A, Everybody was Pete wrong. Pete Carroll yeah. is coaching the crud out of this team. You, what he did to Geno Smith, the Chargers game, when Geno Smith was all irritated and upset yep. about a, about a tic tac call. He was like, Geno. And then, like, the, I saw that. Down, yeah, and then, like, and then he, he, he got the third down and completion. So like, I, this is a fun team to watch. I know you guys hate them, but like, yeah. yeah well, now, they're now, fun. I mean, yeah, I would still, yeah, still like, I, I, I 100% hate it. I would, yeah, I, if they lost the rest of the season, like, it wouldn't hurt my feelings, but it I'm, wouldn't mean either because but if, I, top five if I watch them now, it's kind of like that Geno Smith story. And I'm like, I don't hate it. I, I, I mean, my irritation because of where we reside yeah. is yeah. largely within the, um, fan the base. majority of its fan base. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Kind well, I feel the same thing about Niners too. Majority specifically. Niners, really? Niners fans are very irritating. Oh, see, I but, don't, you, but you're a Niners fan, so it's yeah. it's different. But I don't. Like, I don't know a lot. Like of there them are a lot are, of fake Rams fans now too that they're back in L. A. and they're like, oh, blah blah blah. I, you know, yeah, but so I, don't I will defend teams. exactly. <laughs> I will. I will defend Niners it, fans do. Yeah. I will That's defend that the the statement of I don't know. I'm just being really honest and blunt about the fan base the of of the team I support. I don't know a lot of people that know a lot of things about the team that support the 49ers. Yeah. Well, I, I obviously contribute to the show. Mike does. Yeah. Okay. And we will, we'll, and, and shout out to our buddy who's going to listen to this one. Um, 
the uh, uh, but I genuinely like talk to a lot of fans, and I maybe it's the geography a little bit because we're farther away, so there's are more like casual fans who aren't as invested. But um, yeah, yeah, I get a little disappointed. Being honest, uh, I got a couple pastor buddies that I can talk to that that are good 49er fans, and um, but uh, the the one person in particular that lives where we live that's a 49er fan, um, nope, not at all. Um, they watch. Yeah, that's about yeah. it. Another, actually, another guy that does listen to the podcast, uh, a friend, Kyle, not not my best friend, but another guy named Kyle. Uh, he's a pretty good fan. Will text me about stuff. Definitely went back and forth on CMC, but I will say it's not a it's not a great fan base in terms of team knowledge at least the ones that reside in the area that we are in but i think we could all find people who support our different fan bases and say that that's true i just don't know a ton. i mean i only know like four actual rams fans and two of them are uh people that i've put on one of them being my brother who is 13 so well i i there's a i i know we know a really good rams fan uh he's gonna be at the convention that we're at next week uh are you coming next week oh okay um, but, uh, but he helps facilitate all, a lot of our processes at that mm. convention and he's a very good Rams fan. Uh, he's yeah. got some real nice jerseys. Uh, like there's does. a, uh, there's a young blood Jersey Ooh, that, like exists, that. Uh, that uh, you would, you Legend. would super like, yeah. um, I'm but, trying to uh, complete the greatest show on turf, by the way, for a man cave situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was <laughs> your, what, before we move on, what was your game of the week? Um, I had a couple and they didn't get used, so I'll give one as an honorable mention um, sure. because it wasn't really that great of a game, but Commander's Colts, we all like great Heineke. Great ending. Great ending. Heineke is just a baller. Yeah, like he dude. doesn't, Who doesn't he, like him? He doesn't, do anything. he doesn't do anything flashy. He doesn't no. have the greatest stats, but like he makes the throws. Like he had that. Uh, we got to call it out. Philly just finished it 7 nothing. Praise Good. the Lord. A couple Lord. pop-ups and then Praise a strikeout the look in there Lord. at the end. I bloody I don't Astros even follow, fans, you're the worst. Yeah, I don't suck. even follow baseball like that, but I, I think we yeah. all know that the we, Astros we, you don't live in Houston. Down, you're rooting Philly's for the Phillies. up now 2-1. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Astros only got five Phillies. hits, could, zero could we runs have in this a, one. The Phillies and the Eagles win in the same season. The Sixers no, look really bad. The infrastructure no, can't happen. The infrastructure the, of the that place town would burn to the ground. The place would crumble. There's oh too much history gosh. in Philadelphia. We have to like relocate all of. They the... need to take the bell out right yeah, now. Yeah, just we... move it. Move <laughs> it to gonna, DC. They're not going to win anything. They're going to do move like it to what DC Tennessee and hold it down when there. they beat Bama. They're just going to like take the bell and like dump it in the river or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, but I will say like the, the field will get stormed. I, I feel I like I haven't gotten to see the Liberty Bell in person. Yeah, so. I mean we we talk a lot of crap about the commies because of Dan Snyder and because yeah, they suck. How terrible! And he's the worst owner that. probably in any sports. Yeah, but but, but we like their head coach. But we we do we like do like head, Rivera. We yeah. like Riverboat Ron. We yep. like, like Heineke because he's like fun. Heineke. Scary Terry. We're fans of Scary Terry. Scarens Terrence. Brian, uh, Brian Robinson could end up being one of the best stories in the league this it, year. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Would love to see him hit a thousand yards. That would be yeah. dope. Yes. So like I all things considered, John Dotson. Yeah, I like Dotson. Dotson's a stud, dude. He just needs. I don't understand why he keeps getting and Curtis this Samuel hurt. kind of has had a little. Rev- he's peered off a little well, bit. They, but still, like I mean, Terry, guess- Terry's getting double covered, so Samuel's yeah. getting some. But so, still, I mean, but, they're not a super impressive team. They're four and four, and they beat yeah. the Colts, who are they need a tight running, end, by the way. Yeah, running a backup. Sort of, Logan but Thomas is done. There, there were some big. I'm like, surprised he's still Terry had yeah. a big week, and yeah. then there were some big throws late to seal that deal. I think there was like yeah. just around that two minute warning Dude, on a third down. Yeah, scary Terry. He had, then, I think he had two third big two yeah. two big third down uh, conversions there on that drive, and got him in there, man. Like, yeah. and that was a seventeen that was a sixteen one. game. So that that was my honorable mention. I I would say. Other than the Ravens, like he pointed out, I did really enjoy watching uh, Seattle Giants as well. That was um, in Indy, by the way. Yeah, that, that to me was a huge yeah, deal. That, that's big. 
Uh, Pat um, McAfee had a bad week. I I will probably pick like the easy one just because of how it was, and it was the Panthers Falcons game. Oh yeah, so that's yeah. fair though. That was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was fun. It, game. It's not very often that you get to see that. And again, I do think PJ Walker is like a legitimately good quarterback. He's we, glass. We, we he's just need the, to see more of him. Yeah, but he's, he's he may, glass though. He, I mean, he is. He's got um, that Jacoby Brissett in him. He is. They, it's just. <laughs> I think they need it's to finally <laughs> realize that, like, hey, this isn't it's a like Chihuahua, but you know, this, this PJ Walker guy isn't a kid. You know, he's no. not he's not a rookie. No, dude, he's, he's, a he's, he's a baller. You got to let him out. You got to let him rip. And I, I saw some of the all twenty two stuff, uh, just clips on Twitter as I was scrolling through. Yeah. And obviously, aside from the last one, which was like sixty five yard laser beam in the air rolling out Beautiful. to his left, uh, he had some really good throws in that game. So um, he would probably be my my pick this week even though they ended up losing that game um and it was big too because the division rivals and now atlanta technically for the time being is the sole leader of that division yeah the dark horse falcons yeah i mean, I mean they weren't they weren't crazy numbers on walker like he was 1936 for 317 yeah but um, most of that yeah. but he made those 19 completions count yep. yeah uh, yeah. They were they were in key moments, and Deontay Foreman ran the ball like a madman. Yes, oh my he had a week, dude. I, they're still talking about he. Well, he went twenty six carries for one hundred and eighteen. <laughs> I know three touchdowns. Three seriously, thirty six points of fantasy or something yeah. like that. Three, yeah. unreal. And bro, like, and and this is they're supposed to be uh, starting Chuba, um, who's coming Why? back. Like, like they're saying they're going to split carries this next week. I'm like, dude, just Why? give Foreman the rock. Like, let's see what you got. You right just traded away Are your you crazy? Like, franchise just... player. Yeah, there's no reason. But and also in that same game, though, Mariota. I, I was literally going to say that. There was okay. a play, I think, in overtime, a read option that he bounced out. And he had like a couple of really good cuts. I'm like, dude, this guy looks like he's not been in the league for 10 years. He looks like he's got some fresh legs. Right. Obviously, they don't let him throw the ball a whole lot. But he was 20 for 28, did throw two picks. Yeah. I'm happy he's finding some success. One, one was deflection. That, one that's was deflection. Fair. That's fair. But he's uh, the homie's finding some success, dude. I, he's four and four, and they're in the lead division lead right now. I know Tom Brady's and, in right there, but and they should have beaten the Saints in Week One. Yeah, that's they true. Got, they it had the game-winning field goal and it got blocked. I yeah, that, dude. It's totally fair. I mean that it was a fun ending. I went back and I watched uh, basically from like the four-minute marker all the way through. I was really curious how they got there. I'm just like watching highlights. Yeah. I'm like, and they the almost beat the Rams. Happened. Yeah. So it's like they, and they, they beat the 49ers. Yeah. And so it's Falcons? like, what, what yeah. the heck? Yeah. yeah the beat the, they beat the Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. They beat some good teams. Yeah. I mean, Niners were seven starters out on defense. Yeah. But, that wasn't the best yeah. Niners week for them um, to, to pull. But them, to but be still. fair to them, their defense played really well and Jimmy could not do anything yeah. against them. And, and Pitts is kind of finally. Well, in the game against Seahawks, Mariota won that game. Yeah, he won that game for him. Like Mario, I was at Mariota took us to task. He he obliterated that 49er defense and took us to task. They, so they are one of those teams that just has a really good scheme. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they do it really well. Um, they I are, like that they let Mariota run. Yeah, they because he picked up some first downs on the Niners. And I was like, gosh yeah. darn I mean, it, he I, was not doing that for the last few years. I heard a really good point. I don't remember where it was, so I can't give it the credit. But it was essentially the problem with like quarterback injuries and running is that it's not that quarterbacks really get hurt when they're on the run. So they get hurt in the pocket when they get rolled up on or they get sacked or whatever. Yeah, It's what they can't see. So because a good running quarterback knows how to avoid those big hits, either getting out of bounds or getting yeah. down. Well, Unless you're Josh Allen. who just Well, well, yeah, Mar- I, I mean, I'm a duck fan, so but, I remember Marcus. Yeah. But, Whew. but still generally speaking, when you look at quarterbacks and what they do, like Kyler Murray doesn't really get hurt. 
Lamar right. doesn't really get hurt. Like all these running guys don't really get hurt because they know how to avoid the hits. You can't really Russ, avoid the hits when you're Russ getting, the same way. Yeah, you Russ don't always really, slid. You don't really get slammed a whole lot, especially because you can't really hit the quarterback anyways. Yeah. But yeah, so we didn't get to do a show last week because um, two of us were at a conference, and uh, I had something in uh, that I wanted to touch on. Um, going into last week, I'm going to name these stats on two quarterbacks. Okay, and I know I've I, I know I did a little bit of embarrassment when I did a deep dive on some quarterback stats early in the year. So it's um, going into so this is going into this last week before okay. Sunday. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to give you two different quarterbacks, uh, and I'll give you the opportunity to to say who you think they are. They're very similar stats. Okay. All right, first uh, quarterback A, uh, 1514 yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, and then, but I, I won't, and, and then 293 rushing yards with six rushing touchdowns. That's quarterback A. Quarterback B, 1,223 passing yards, six passing touchdowns, two interceptions, then 343 rushing yards with three rushing touchdowns. Hmm. Could you guess at who either one might be? Is one of them Danny Dimes? Yes. I think it's A. It's Dan- Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes was B. That's what oh. I was going to say. Because I don't think he has the rushing touchdowns, but he has more yards. Who might the other one be? S- six rushing touchdowns? Yeah. I'm trying to think of the... Trubisky? No. no, he doesn't have... Was it 1,500 yards? Uh, oh, passing, passing, yeah. Passing, passing yards, okay. Strabisky was running in touchdowns instead of passing beginning of the season. But he definitely doesn't have 1,500 yards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of all the rosters. I was actually surprised that quarterback only had six passing. But that was coming into this weekend. So Yeah. That, that, that quarterback did have a good weekend. Danny Dimes obviously didn't have as good a weekend. Nope. Into I'll, the- give, I'll give it another 10 seconds. I don't have the rosters in front of me. That usually makes my life easier. So I'm just trying to think. All right, like, I'll, I'll, I'll try and was. help you get there so we can get through it. But uh, this person you would say is definitely in contention uh, for for MVP at this point. In contention. I wouldn't say they're necessarily leading, but contention. This person is also in the NFC. And they have six rushing touchdowns? Yes. Yeah, they did not get another one. NFC? NFC? Jalen? It is Jalen Hurts. Okay. He only has two passing so, touchdowns? I want to no, run those numbers six, back two, at six you. Six and two. Oh, oh, okay. And then six rushing. Going into Sunday, 1,514 yards, six touchdown, six passing, which we know he's is he at nine or ten now. He had, uh, three to he AJ, had at least so. three to yeah. A.J. Brown. I, I, I can't remember if he had four or not. Um, but had six, had two, 293 on the ground, six rushing touchdowns. Daniel Jones, 12-23, six passing, two interceptions, uh, 343 rushing with three touchdowns, five game-winning drives, as we well know. And the point that this post was making is as most analysts call one of these guys an MVP candidate and the other a game manager. Yeah. And I think it's really fair, like just straight up looking at numbers and uh, and what Daniel Jones has done so far. Now, I, he, he, had, he was playing in a tough play Sunday, okay? We all know how difficult Seattle is to play in. 
Mm-hmm. That is that is not a question that anybody's trying to ask here. I would say it's mm-hmm. probably the the toughest or second toughest place to play. Um, I put right now. I put Philly up there. That sucks. Kansas City's also uh, Kansas tough. City's got to be right there. Absolutely, those yeah. would be my other two. But those three. But yeah, the uh, so going into the weekend, like I did not know their numbers were that close, and I was just I like looking at that, going, "Dang, man! Like, what are I, we? How are we missing it's, it's, this?" It's because of the perception of, of we had of Daniel Jones, because no one knew who he was when he was drafted sixth overall. Not really. I was like. Well, I'd only Duke, seen him. So. I, I saw him play like yeah. one game. Yeah, he played at Duke. Everyone's like, "You kidding me? You yeah. dra- you take him with the six six pick?" So already there's that over him coming into the league. And we he felt had, like going into the year he wasn't going to be on this well, team. The, his after this his year. rookie year played really I mean, well. He didn't really deserve to be based off yeah. past performance. No, so it's no 100. percent And like for his rookie year had 22 touchdowns. Like, oh wow, the Giants may have something. And then the last three years yeah. has been awful. Like so, his turnovers have been awful. The is fumbling it just that issues. we're waiting for him to screw this well, up? Here's the thing, and we're just not wanting to give him credit right now. I know he has the five, dude's doing it. I know he has five game-winning drives. Yeah, but there also is something to be said about like all of those wins coming in single-digit. They are games versus the Eagles beating the brakes off of everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So winning a lot of close games like that is not really a sustainable way of winning football. But they have done it so far. And I've been saying this to pretty much everybody I've talked to in regards to Danny Dimes. It's that the reason that he's doing well and the Giants are winning games is because he's actually not turning the ball over. Yep. Right now, I don't think he's going to all of a sudden start reverting back to what we've seen the last few years and he's just going to be putting the ball on the ground. But I'm also not saying that he's not going to keep up a very clean record either. But they also don't have the most difficult record the rest of the season. Neither do the Eagles, obviously. Yeah. The other thing that I would say is that I can also watch the games. And yeah, Danny Dimes, obviously, like the stats do speak for themselves. But if I watch the football games, I can definitely see a difference in the two players just with how they You see a difference in the two players, but I'd also think that coaching has been huge for this Giants team. Absolutely. And it's also see, been pretty big for the Eagles too. Sirianni and Dable have both been coaching their rear ends off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think Dable is like either first or second in for coach of the year. I think it's Dable or Carroll. I mean, for coach of the year. Ah, uh, Sirianni better be up there. Sirianni should be too. Sirianni, too. But but I, but I do think that everybody had high expectations for the Eagles. Yeah, I, we all did. We, I, we, we, we did, and I think some analysts did going yeah. into the year, but there's so, still a lot of people so, I mean, picking no the Cowboys one, no one, in that division. No one yeah. imagined that lot. the Giants would be six and one coming into this and coming into week eight. No one. No, no, no one. We thought said that. they were going to win four to five games. Yeah, yeah. And we're we, already and we, wrong. We all said that yeah. Daniel Jones is probably his last year. We, we, we may see. Is it Tyrod Taylor's their backup? Yes. I was like, we might see him, but yeah. I think that I, I mean, still think and it I even said I said this at the beginning of the season in the preview, like what Brian Dable did with Josh Allen his first year, like. From where Josh Allen was, he looked awful, and his completion mm-hmm. percentage was so bad. And now he's like the perennial MVP now for the last like two, three years. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, it's, he's he's incredible." He's, it's him yeah, and, he's got to be up there. It, it's him and Patrick Mahomes, and then it's everyone else. Uh, yeah, and that that's what Dable did. And so to me, I'm like, I, I think this is Dable. Like, I just I putting him in a position to win games, and and, and it's yes. I mean, it's going through the run game. Yes, and, and that that front seven is good. For, but, for the Giants. It, but to me, this is, and we were just talking about the, you know, like you made the comment earlier, this, the, that the Patriots won this week in the most Belichick way ever. Keep it close, keep it close, win it late. Yeah. Right. And, 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 you know, utilize your ground game, utilize whatever you can. And, and to be and, fair and to Daniel the Jones, quarterback. the last two seasons, he did not have a ground game. Saquon no. Barkley suffering a multiple major injuries. 
basically not on the field. The team wasn't where it needed to be from a uh, from a management standpoint. Didn't have the players. Didn't have the ballers to get it done. Yeah. And here they were just able to trade away uh, what they thought was going to be the future, the future of their receiving core. And they're not worried about it at all because they weren't using the dude. And uh, um, you know. I think we do need to give some credit for a guy that gets it done when it matters. And I, I yeah. totally get the perspective of that they're winning one touchdown games, but I think that's more reflective upon where the team is rather than where Daniel Jones is. You're asking him to do some very specific things and he is doing them mm-hmm. consistently. Yeah. And, and I think, and I won't get too far ahead of ourselves because we're halfway through the season. We know that the three quarter marker is where you can really start to judge somebody. Yeah. And, but that 17 games tells the whole story. We know yeah. that. Um, but right now, like, dude, this is impressive as crud. Yep. And what he's doing is, it, it, you know, I think Jameson asked an important question. Is it sustainable, essentially, with what you said? And and we've all seen lots of quarterbacks that can't. But keep your eye on that situation. Because if this guy gets into that realm of Matthew Stafford's, you know, best season ever with Calvin Johnson, where he had, what was it, like nine or ten uh, last game winning drive. <laughs> like yeah. He literally, with the exception of one yeah. win for them that year, the only time he hit double digit wins in Detroit, uh, won every game on the last drive. So uh, that they won. But uh, yeah, I, I think there's a situation we need to pay a lot of attention to. And a lot of respect needs to be given to Daniel Jones because this is a guy who has finally, now in his fourth season, uh, turned the corner. Yep. And, uh, well, and, and, and a lot of that, again, due to a great coaching situation, like Grant pointed out. And and I would say again, uh, due to the fact that they can freaking run the ball, Saquon every down back looks like Saquon, yeah, and yeah. that that is a difference maker for any team. Um, but uh, dang man, it yeah. those numbers say a lot. Yeah. Now obviously that, yeah. we we weren't including Sunday and Jalen Hurts yeah. absolutely just and popped off and J- Jalen Hurts unleashed threw the, ball, the ball. AJ Brown uh, real good through like real good th- in two quarters. three touchdowns. Yeah, Jeepers, two two terrifying. of those fades were like some of the most beautiful balls I've seen. Um, this almost talked to million, by the way, into trading me AJ Brown last week. Uh, no, that would have been fortunate. That yeah, <laughs> that almost so, happened. Which uh, ultimately, though, those are the kinds of weeks that set those two guys apart from each other. But yeah. they're still both playing really good football. Yeah. Um i I would love to see both of them in the playoffs. I obviously think that the Eagles are the better team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really expect the Giants I mean, to do anything this, in the playoffs. Could this be? Could the NFC East be the, be, the NFC be East the, is the best division of football? I mean, well, could it be the division that sends three teams into the playoffs? Like Eagles, Giants, Cowboys. I mean, I yeah. think yeah, they could. I mean, I mean, I in terms the of strength NFC of schedule, is bad. It's really bad. The it's, NFC is bad. It's not good right now. I saw that the Eagles 30, are really good. Thirty-one are good. Thirty-one the Cowboys are good. The Giants are good. The Vikings. The Vikings are good. But they did get the pants knocked on by the Eagles. Yeah. They, they're well, yeah. still... Who hasn't, though? The, who's played the Eagles? Well, I'm just saying. Minnesota I, beat six other I teams, have question so. marks about the Giants. I probably have more question marks about the Vikings. Than like, the if Giants? those two teams were to play... Yeah, I think the Giants are a better team than the Vikings are, and I have question marks I, about the oh, Giants. I, I, I Man, don't, they may have changed that narrative today, though. I, I, just, I would now, mean their defense. Now, yes. You mean their defense and the Vikings' defense? Because I, I could see that. That defense in, in, did not get young enough. Yeah, in, in general, yes. I well, think like yeah. in a, in a to totality, me, dude, from, even from coaching, like I think Dable's obviously a better coach. Yeah. Uh, but they're still, still a well-coached team, and they yeah. have obviously a far better receiving core, a better, better not a better running back now. But historically, they have a better quarterback. I just think they have. More... I would take Kirk Cousins over Daniel Jones. Like, oh yeah, Kirk Cousins Absolutely. better quarterback. Yeah, but uh, but I I think I think the Vikings have so many playmakers mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It, it, it changes got better. now. They it have the recipe now, but... to win the first round in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. They have the recipe for it right yeah. now. But they you're totally right. And from the defensive side, they could get exposed. Yeah. And that that happened against Philadelphia. They had to go up against an ultra offense that's clicking right now like that. Yeah, I think that's a tough go for them. Yeah. Um, you know, they you you can uh um you can basically if you got a defensive line, you can come at the Vikings and yeah. and drop six. But still it doesn't uh, it hardly even matters at this point because all of those teams have such a big lead on all the other middling teams in the NFC. But then, but then so. yeah, there's such a big lead and then there's so many teams within one game. Yeah. One or two yeah. games of each other. There's so many four and fours, yeah. there's three and fives. Yeah, I mean there's the, five and the threes. NFC West is a mess at the moment. Yep. Um, you know, I that that I think that division's going to have some incredible storylines in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I think Anybody in this room would say that the Niners are terrifying if all those guys are healthy, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and nobody's even going to try and have that conversation or debate. The The Seahawks are playing out of their minds and it doesn't make any sense. I, by the way, I thought DK wasn't supposed to play something. Uh, yeah, he's he a freaking like nature. Game time. Yeah, it was and a patellar like, tendon and then the dude injury plays like all four quarters. Dude, his fake, like, his fake. That fake fade was a fantastic. That was, nice. that was incredible. That was nice. Also, just, kind of an idiot on that guy because he saw that it was a run play. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, have, call, bro. yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, there's some there's some storylines, I think, in, in the NFC that are going to be really interesting. Can I tell You're, you something yeah. that hurts to admit? Okay. I think the Niners are probably like the fourth best team in the NFC right now, even though they won't be. Well, they might be a four seed. Depends on how everything shakes out. But I think I, I think that they're absolutely scary good and if, if they're Armstead's healthy playing if they're healthy i think the only teams that they get can compete with them are the eagles and the cowboys okay in the nfc yeah i i yeah i don't, i i think the vikings would have a sucky matchup there uh i think there are a lot of teams that have a sucky matchup there yeah no, but no i just I, yeah, we 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 can go through rosters later and kind of look at that. Yeah, um, you know, the Niners are off for two weeks. I just I just need to say it. Say I just need to say it now, so I don't have to worry about keeping yeah, that on my mind fine. later for the rest of the season. But I, I do because we got a couple of little things I want to get to before we wrap up tonight. Um, and we're we're doing so great on our time, you guys. We are. We should do this time. more often. We, we where we crunch it all. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually doing so good. Um, we well, it helps when we don't <laughs> do a rundown of every game. That's you true. know, the week That's that does kind of help us. I uh, the uh, something we'll touch on before we get to um, what we're looking forward to this week and our pick them and all that um, is a uh, college football playoff came out today. Again, we had a lot of content pieces hit us uh, today. I haven't even seen it. And uh, well, I'll, I'll give it to yeah, you. Man. Let me know. Um, so I yeah, was, will say that you predicted what was going to happen with the ducks and Cal. I, I did. Yeah, I, I mean, did. I think a lot of people I did. did. I was I scored about seven more points than I thought was going to happen. But um, the uh, I, I, it was a shocker. If I if you know, I know you guys are not massive college football followers. I only Can I just say go Beavs, by the way. I uh, top twenty five for the first time since twenty fourth in the nation. Yeah, t- since when was it twenty fourteen? No, I was in high school. Oh, thir- I graduated twenty thirteen. I want to say it was like twenty eleven or twenty twelve. I thought it was 2013. I thought Maybe. I thought it was well, the hey, teens. But anyway. be longer. It's, I, it's, I, it's, I, been, I, it's been like 10 years. <laughs> it's been like 10 years. Yeah. I uh, they, they are playing pretty good football right now. Yeah. They really six, are. Six and two. Uh, it's a good team. Yeah. Uh, bowl eligible. Yeah, Already eight games in. Bowl eligible. Uh, so, Grant, take a wild guess who ended up at number one. Tennessee. Ten of freaking C. I, I, I knew that one. 
Uh, well, you just said you didn't know. I knew, I knew that. Uh, I, I don't even know where the Ducks are at. I think they're like. Okay, well, um, that doesn't matter because yeah. we're talking about the top four. Okay. That's the playoff. The Tennessee, then Georgia. Nope. Number two. Ohio State. Ohio State. Then Georgia. Then, Georgia. then Clemson got in at the four because oh, they're yeah. they're. I mean, I think that Clemson's clearly. I mean, they're the four because that's they are the weakest team. I would take Alabama, no problem over them right now. I think that's a little disrespectful. Um, personally, I understand Clemson has won their games, but Clemson has not looked good in some of their wins. Um, Alabama is uh, has looked good most of the time uh, in their one loss to the number one team um, at the last second, by the way. Uh, yeah, I, I personally think just on the eye test, Alabama's probably the four. For sure, uh, for is for sure the four. And to be honest with you, any of those top four could beat those the other ones in the top four. Yeah, mm. I mean Tennessee could lose to any of those three teams, and any of those three teams could lose to Tennessee. I'm uh, rooting for Tennessee though. I like them. Yeah, I, Hooker is fun, dude. Yeah, and he's got some ballers at whiteout. I also those just, guys are first. Round I also picks, really like that volunteer orange for some reason. It's like a a brighter <laughs> orange. It, uh, you're, you watch. Uh, remember in the Blind Side how she yeah. hates Tennessee, yeah. and she like complains about all the time. And I'm sitting there like looking at the color, like I'm gonna be honest with you, that's it reminds pretty me, dope, lady. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what it your reminds deal me is. of a creamsicle. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I do and like. Who creamsicles. doesn't like creamsicles? Exactly. If you don't like creamsicles, Nazis, Nazis yeah, don't like communists. creamsicles. Uh, Plus, I like, I like uh, Peyton Manning. He's a good guy. Well, yeah, pretty, I do like Peyton. Pretty Manning. solid football player they, too. I, a hooker, by the way, good. may be playing himself into the first round pick. Yeah, because he is looking all the part. Um, but no, that, that's your top four. Um, also Michigan, uh, sorry, uh, Alabama was not five. They were six. There's a fight in a tunnel. Uh, Michigan comes Michigan's in at number five. five. We're going to talk about that. Also, I was looking at the wrong rankings. Oregon state technically 23. Oh, AP poll had them at 25 there you go. or 24. Well, yeah. AP I saw 24 for them. Uh, Alabama six, TCU seven, uh, the ducks coming in at eight. Was my guess. Um, I yeah, the Ducks are eight in every poll right now. So, and that's because of the the unbeaten's and Alabama. Who do they play? Uh, who do the Ducks play this week? They play Colorado, so it's a bye week. Yeah, so that's <laughs> Colorado is like legitimately one of the worst teams <laughs> oh, yeah. in college football. Uh, is it, Ty, Ty is should be playing the is entire it, is second half. Is it home or is it in Oregon? Uh, I don't think it matters at all. Well, I was I, I was just going to say that there. if I can get some cheap, cheap tickets, I might no, go. I think it's in Colorado. Oh, okay, I think it's in Colorado. Um, Bo, Bo can throw the ball far farther because it's in Colorado. Um, Bo, Bo, by the way, right. uh, six touchdowns. Also, uh, this last week, looking at the top twenty-five, some good Pac-12. Representation in here. Yes, Eat right now. That. Right now. Right. Right now. Right now. Um, because the Pac-12 Eat is going shorts. to do what it does, and it's going to beat up on itself in the next few weeks. Yeah. It also won't be the, the Pac-12 this. for very long. Yeah, that's true. Thank and, you, Southern California. Well, we get them for one more year. Is it USC and UCLA? UCLA? Yeah, um, fun. And the what? Big Ten. So it's going to be the Big Twelve. Yeah, and then Pac-10. Uh, no, there's some teams they're looking at. Yeah. Okay. There, yeah. There's a conversation coming. I think, I, I don't know why, but the Pac-12 commissioner seems intent on embarrassing USC and UCLA into, like, somehow getting them out of this deal. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand how he thinks this is going to happen, but, like, he's just like, well, I should keep talking trash and pointing out the fact that no one wants them to leave and everybody's pissed at them for it and their own fans are mad at yeah, them. Yeah, well, guess what? Last week. Dollars. Dollars make the sense. Yeah. And uh, when your TV deal is awesome... And then the other people don't get a good TV. Even deal. though they're going to have to travel like across country for like every Everything. sporting yeah, event. Yeah, but here's the thing on that. I, I'll say this to anybody that's willing to listen. Um, it's just a plane ride. Like, what's two yeah. more hours? 
Yeah. Like in a plane. Who cares? I mean, the only difference is for other sports, which obviously they don't care yes, about the other no, sports. No, it does it they, hoses it, the living crud out is, of I, I like heard somebody talking like, okay, well what, what happens mm-hmm. now when like the UCLA women's volleyball team has to like fly and play like Rutgers their or whoever? Bu- their <laughs> travel like, budget just went through the roof. Yeah. But what they're gonna do and well, football, football brings in all the money, so that's football where, brings in all the money and that T V deal is gonna pay for that. Yeah. That's so. that's what they're telling them. And Sucks it's going to help your overall recruiting more than the sports anything. you're not good at right now because you'd be like, hey, man, we play all over the country and you can come play for us and have fun traveling all over the place and getting all these experiences that you wouldn't get in another conference and yep. yada, yada, yada. So, no, uh, not Tennessee, though, was that big surprise. I don't think Tennessee ends in that number one. Uh, Georgia on the eye test is still the number one to me, but they're not beaten down on teams. Um, they are, uh, that offense is good good that defense is great um mm-hmm. so i am i'm super curious how stuff's gonna line up ohio state had some trouble with penn state this last week was kind of surprised that georgia didn't end up as the two and ohio state is the three uh penn state gave them everything they could handle at home uh right up until the fourth quarter they finally turned it on stroud got the ball moving and uh, got the points up on the board for ohio state but that'll be interesting to watch of course this is just the first round we're going to do this uh, until December and uh, have conversations for the next five weeks. And we know that these things mean nothing until they mean everything at the end. And we still only get four teams for the next few years, but whatever. Um, yeah, we need to fast forward to that expanded playoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, couple, a couple little things that uh, I want to mention. Um, uh, Steve Nash no longer uh, coaching. Uh, He's probably happy about that because that is, is a dumpster fire and did you see that they're looking at Ime Adoka the, mm-hmm. they're not looking it is likely right yeah. now well it's a, apparently what's his face I can't remember uh, who it was the owner of the GM or somebody who had a press conference today and they said our mind is absolutely not made up which is obviously just the which means our mind is made you, up and we're trying to figure out how to do this yeah. without embarrassing our franchise. You, you have to say that, but it, right it's very ironic considering that... So that was just a team suspension, right? That wasn't that a is leak. a team suspension. It wasn't a leak. But it is a team suspension for a team, whole year for having relationships with female staffers. Yes, which were... Consensual. W- consensual, but it is against but there is a power. Policy. Yeah, there is yeah. a power dynamic and, there, so... Uh, right. You could, yeah. you could absolutely yeah. make the conversation. It would be interesting to see... If the Celtics turned their investigation over to the NBA, if the NBA would take action and block the Nets from signing him as their coach. Uh, I mean, apparently they, from what I had seen, they, they were allowing him to pursue other coaching opportunities were they? during okay. that. So I, I had not heard that. It, well, but if that's the case, but, if they're allowing but, but it. But it was until the investigation was complete. Then when it was complete, I mean, this dude got shut down and he wasn't asking to be released or anything. I mean, I saw that today. Okay. So, okay. Not saying that it's a hundred percent true or not, because everything that goes on in the background we don't know about until, yeah, the powers that be yeah. decide to let us know. But it, be, it sounds like it's pretty likely that that's going okay. to happen. So it, it it sounds like there was no quote unquote abuse of power, though he was in a power position. Yeah, they're right. not accusing him of that. They're saying, hey, this is an HR no no. It, it's just still an inappropriate gotcha. thing to do. So yeah. we're going to um, which. Yeah, that that and it's it's funny considering all the things that are happening with the Nets uh, organization. They suck. They're bad, and they have players causing problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie Irving in particular, 
And now, yeah, shocker. Who would have thought? And now they're bringing in a guy, Coast uh, Russell Westbrook over there. Sorry, well, Kyrie Irving can play. No. Well, sometimes. Uh, he, when he, he doesn't to. play winning basketball. The only time he's won anything is when he played with the greatest player of all time, LeBron James. Um, at, at worst, second of all time. Uh, what, hold on. Uh, certain views shared on this show are not reflective of all hosts <laughs> at and worst, their opinions. He's, at worst, the second best player of all time. I'll say that. He is accurately the second best player. He, it's time. a 1A, 1B situation, no it, matter how you want to slice it. It is still true <laughs> that he is the second greatest uh, player of all time. We'll see. We'll see. LeBron's still writing this thing, and he's going to be the leading scorer of all time in the history of the sport at the end of this year. Yeah, well, there might... I mean, he, he, we all know that he we is don't have one, to get into, we don't have one to get into bad step on we, the, we all know. The Phillies won today. Hey, the Phillies won. We, we, we all <laughs> know what's Astros going on. Lost. Either way, it's just funny <laughs> considering the dysfunction of that organization... They fire a coach who, admittedly, I love Steve Nash, not yeah. the greatest coach. I would like to see him get a second opportunity, a la Steve, uh, not Steve Kidd, uh, Jason Kidd. Um, I would like to see him get a second chance because Jason Kidd, pretty good coach right now yeah. uh, with his second team. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he well, takes a I mean, role somewhere. When your first coach is in the Big Apple, like when every, it's just. Well, the, the Nets are tough. hardly in the Big Apple. They, nobody like, it's a Knicks. It's like a yeah. Giants-Jets situation, except uh, worse. Fair. Actually, it's probably Everybody plays in New Jersey in yeah. New York. Except yeah. I mean they're except well, Buffalo. It's Brooklyn now, you know. It's, but, the, it's I meant New York City. Everybody yeah. in New York City plays in New Jersey. Yeah. That's, but yeah. The the Nets are are kind of the redheaded stepchild of uh New York basketball. But um it is just very ironic that uh I think Ime is a much better coach, but they're just bringing in a guy with more baggage to run a team full of baggage. Um <laughs> And it's what's also one funny. more bag? It's also what's funny because throw it out there. We'll yeah. figure it he out. He coached the Celtics to the finals last year, and they swept the Nets in the first round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Hey, we know he's a pretty good coach." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, but it'll be interesting what they do. The um, I mean, I mean the other cr- things cr- that we it, well, we want to quickly. I, mention. I will say it's funny. They said that it's mutual, but when you get fired, it's not really mutual. Oh well, no. I think Steve Nash was like cool because I was gonna light this place on fire so I don't have to work here anymore. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, one of, he's. I like, think that was. That's yeah. the mutuality we speak. Yeah. Of. Yeah. Yeah. The the other things I want to touch on real briefly is uh, guys. The Lakers won a game. Um, so and you also know I I guess maybe I haven't checked tonight, but you know who was also sole possession of first place. In the Western Conference Ayo. of the NBA, I do, I do. And hey, Blazer uh, fans, uh, let's cool it though a little yeah, bit. Ch- chill out. Let's chill I know, on. We're, it's, go, we're winning the finals. I don't know if you you no. know that I, we're I, an even one twelfth away I, through I thought, the season. Um, I thought the Blazers would be decent. I thought they were going to be a play-in team, and they still very well could be. So yeah. relax. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not saying they're not a good. Your, your last not win was the over finals, Houston, who doesn't have a lineup that's going to make it out of last place in the league. So, yeah. and, uh, and again, also, Blazer fans, I'm not even saying that they're not a good team. I'm just saying yeah. let's let's cool it on. Let's the, cool it I mean, on the. We're gonna win everything. Two of the worst teams coming into this year in the West, or at least projected, were gonna be the Spurs and Houston. the Jazz, and those teams are also three and four right now. Yeah. Uh, or third and fourth place, I should say. Um, so yeah, the, there are teams that are not supposed to be good that are playing well because it's the beginning of the season. So 82-game season, relax, folks. Yeah. But I think the, that's a good sign for the Blazers. They've actually been playing good defense. Yeah. Well, um, l- listen, after Danny Ainge took over Utah, okay, we, we were like, ah, oh, crap. Well, I, d- do I do good. think that going into the year they got slandered a little too hard because they have like a sneakily talented roster they're just not trying to win basketball games and they still are 
they're trying to do this, you know, stash some picks and rebuild. But um, yeah, the Lakers did finally win a basketball game. They did win a basketball and game. And who would have not, you know, Russell Westbrook coming off the bench, like we all said he probably should have. And what do you know? Has a good game, leads the second unit. Hey. Plays mm-hmm. well, plays solid my, defense. My fantasy team knows how that's going. Cause, uh, do you have Westbrook on I your do. fantasy team? I do. I took him late. I had Anthony Simons, and he had that game where he exploded, which was like the most exciting thing I've seen from the Blazers some, in a while. Some child let him sit in my ESPN league and did not grab him. Really? Westbrook? Like, uh, hello, Simons. No, oh, Simons. Simons. After, even, even after, after he Lillard, blew up? Like, I got him two days after Lillard got injured. I was shocked. Not, not to there. go into too much fantasy basketball talk, because we know, yeah, we know that's how, not a good how that idea. goes, but... Uh, Halliburton, my guy, mm-hmm. ever since he's entered the you, league, I've drafted him like every year. And that guy is were, a monster. You were right that he was going to have another year. I just, yeah, I'm, it's a trust issue for me. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, no, the, uh, the only other thing I was going to say was uh, about the Blazers. So I, so far, uh, I was going to say one thing that's weird. What the crud with the schedule the Blazers didn't play a game for four straight days. I know that. I don't even think they're playing tonight. No, they're, no, they're playing I tomorrow. Um, I love like, I don't understand what's going on, but all of a sudden, like, well, we that go means from, that we're like, gonna... full schedule to, like, Hassie schedule. Or were they trying to schedule around the World Series in garbage? Like, what are they doing? I don't... There was a really like, weird thing where uh, the Bucks are finally catching up in games, but the Bucks had played, like, a couple less game or a couple fewer games than other teams in the East, like, pretty early into the season, and we're still in first place. And it's like, people have played six games, and they've only played, like, three, so it was weird. There were a few teams that were kind of staggered yeah, like that. It's, it's just weird. But they also do the road trips a little bit differently now, where it's almost like they, they play not like a series, but they like fly over to the East Coast. Right. And now you and kind of play over there the every the East other Coast. And, and, and yeah. now you're going to like, okay, we're going to play now Miami. Come back for it's two like weeks. trying to save owners money. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to, well, it's also just less travel for the players, which is, I'm sure, which something I'm, that they, yeah, that's fine. they agreed on. Um, but. So there are some weird road trip things where scheduling wise they don't play very much and now they're going to play a whole lot over here. I just was like, but, dude, we've been in the season for two weeks and we're giving them. Four I'm not going to complain off? though because Dame is sidelined for about a week or two with yeah. the calf strain, yeah. so it's a, actually That's a really fair. good time for that because That's I was fair. like, oh, we have a really hot start. We're playing really well, and now Dame's going to like. And if you are, you, if you are a Blazer fan, by the way, uh, Gary Payton the second probably about back eight soon. games out. Yeah, he's going to miss close. the East Coast yeah. road trip. Uh, they got a Middle of November tomorrow. is what I saw. Josh yeah. Hart, fantastic but for us so far this season, too. Yes. Jaden Sharp, Sharp Jaden is a Sharp. human highlight film. Dude. Young. Oh, amazing. My he had a goodness. really great play in the paint. Yes, I he did. remember in, in what game, but he had a really uh, nice uh, up and under. Who, who is it that got the steal and then flicked it up to him? Was that Hart? It may have been. It, I, I haven't been able to catch as many dude, of the games. I try to catch as many la- as I I'm just saying, when he started in the last game, that dude had three monster dunks. And that one, though, where he just took off. Two-hand jam. Dame almost strained his other calf coming off the bench, screaming <laughs> yeah. his head off. So I, It was awesome. I really like this Blazers team. I think they're playing with fire. They're young. They're talented. And Dame is what Dame is. I don't know why so many people Bro. wrote him off. Uh, well, he, mean, already I, had a, he already has 40-point plusser in, his first, in the first five games of the season. Like the Lakers again, as per usual. As per usual. Because so. nobody can play a defensive place point guard on that team. Yeah. Um, and you can't just put LeBron on him because guess what happens when you do that? Uh, everybody else gets theirs. Yep. Jeremy Grant makes you pay for that. Um, but no, it's it's been fun. I we we say this a lot about basketball because it's uh, because you build really a seven man roster in basketball. Um, you can't afford more than seven good players. Mm-hmm. Uh, this team it just has to stay healthy. Uh, they're getting quality minutes out there. What's his name? Is it Walford Weatherford? What the crud is that kid's Walford? name? Dude. 
Wolford, yeah. Like I, I remember watching him at the end of last year and going, "Hey, he's pretty fun," but I'm like, he's getting all these minutes because we suck. Last year, little, uh, little's getting quality minutes, but but look at uh, Wolford when he's in, his plus is fantastic, and uh, dude is legitimately, uh, I mean, like if we left him in there for 24 to 27 minutes. You'd have two guys averaging double double playing underneath the rim. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty awesome. And I mean, I had a lot of slanderous things to say about uh, Chauncey Billups coming into the season after last season. Well, you but I, you don't need to take him back yet, but you should yeah. really reconsider but, your words, sir. But I, I will say, I, I write think, out your apology and then decide I'm not, not going to write out my apology. Put it, put it in the envelope. What I what I do like, like the though, stamp. Put no. it on there, but don't put it in the box. What yet. I do like <laughs> is I think he finally has kind of the, the roster that thing he, I've said on this he has the roster that he would have wanted to have last year. I'm also not going to blame him too much for last year because even though the coaching was bad, Dame wasn't there. They were purposely trying to lose games. <laughs> Yeah. Now you got a lot of really good defensive pieces. You got Dame playing his best. Uh, you got a lot of young talent. And I just like those guys who were players yeah. and now you're a coach. Cause there's kind of like, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. There's a different relationship that I think you have with a guy where it's like, that guy used to have that dog in him too. And now he's my coach. Cause I, I see like the way he reacts to some things. Like I think when Simons was going off or like Damon hit a big shot, I would just see that like stank face. I'm like, yeah, that's like a player thing. That yeah. like you don't really have from like Popovich, who's obviously the greatest coach I think yeah. in basketball history. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how that doesn't work out for you know two time MVP coaches. Um, you know that it's just really weird how that doesn't always translate. <laughs> uh, just throwing that out. Uh, Steve Nash was a two time yeah. MVP. Yeah. Just for yeah. those of you not paying attention, hey, well, you know, I'm, again, uh, I'm not going to write him off. They're a terrible team. He's young there. too. I mean, yeah. who says he can't coach? Pick it up in five. He'll, well, he'll go be, somewhere else if he wants. If it's he just, wants some money, it's, it's ownership. Go, he'll it's, be in it's a management. Somewhere. Yeah. It's and then, uh, uh, you can go be a shooting coach or something. Yeah, you go go do something. Uh, well, I want to get into pick them before we wrap up the night and then talk about the games to come. I, uh, I, we need we need to do some recognition here. Okay, Grant started the year, um, in a treacherous path mm-hmm. towards, um. Us eliminating him from Pickham. Uh, like, <laughs> I didn't even, this wasn't even a conversation was, I was involved in. No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> so bad. I was just like, do we let him keep burying himself? Like, yeah. this is so it's bad. It's my grave. I'll live and in it. And he has slowly dug himself mm-hmm. out yeah. with a 60% average over several weeks. Mm-hmm. Grant is now back over 500. Let's go. There we go. Uh, he is at 17 for 29. Want to congratulate you on that. Uh, Jameson, you want to know why? It's because I keep betting on the Seahawks. That's <laughs> fair. Jameson is now at 20 for 29. And I am sitting at 22 for 29. Ooh, so close. it is getting a lot closer. Um, you smell that? Part of that is because we all keep picking the same teams. So, yeah. Uh, okay. We, we, we haven't. We, don't, don't do it. No, I don't no, want no, you no, to no, do no, it. No, no, no. Here's what I want to say. Okay. I think next week we should talk about. Let's just be frank about this football season. It has not been a good football season. No, it hasn't so been. far. It's been terrible. It's been awful. Yeah. And I think that it'd be fun if we kind of break down, like bring our opinions as to why. I mean, I think we all probably have the same opinions. But, but that being said, it has not been a good football season. So like the teams that are good, like they're good. And the teams that also are bad are very bad. And there's really no in-between teams. It's like you're either bad or you're, you're the below 500 or you're like a handful of games above it. Like there's no in-between. It's all, yeah. I don't know. It's not been fun for the most part in terms of like overall games. Like there hasn't to me, there has not been like a standout game this year. It's been like, oh my gosh, that game was incredible. Or like 
these like exciting moments. I feel like there hasn't been as many like exciting moments like a like like I just remember last year we were talking about games. We have our group chat going and we'd all be like, oh my gosh, did you all see that play? That was the most insane thing ever. Like, I just, I haven't felt that with a lot of these teams because sure. I think a lot of it's because, well, the whole NFC has just not been good. And yeah. so, like, almost half of the team, half a whole half of the league has just been sub 500 and they've all been like these. It has not been as much fun. And I, I would say, I, I will say, I think this is the lowest score amount of points scored in the last 17 years or something like that yes it's something like that yeah so to this point in the season that is true yeah um well i anyway back to pickums yeah back to pick em. uh we have we got a doozy that we're starting off with uh, that you guys will be excited about before we get to the games that we're going to be picking for this next week do need to say one stack correction we did label the bears as four and four they are three and five. Oh. um uh, currently so uh after the la- the loss this week so um, no, there's a there's a game that I think we will all find really intriguing uh, right out of the gate Sunday morning uh, for us on the us West Coasters. Uh, the Chargers are at the Falcons. Interesting. This is a four and three playing four and four. It's so interesting that we thought we would have thought that this would be just a, a yeah. We've been like, oh, Chargers by ten. Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, th- this uh, well, JC currently out for the season. I don't know if we mentioned that he mm-hmm. is out for the season. That's a bummer. Uh, Keenan, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams out for well, Mike Williams out for a couple weeks too. Uh, yeah, Keenan might be back for this game. Uh, but they they've got Mike Hart. Allen was gone though because like they had they played against Mike the Seahawks. Williams, yes. Yeah, what I said, said I Mike Allen. If Mike I could Allen. combine the two of those guys, that would be a really good receiver, that be the perfect receiver, third down monster, big, big guy who run can the forty like, like big play, this. big play, and a possession those, receiver, those long Ooh. arms. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Um, no, uh, the Chargers getting three points right now as road favorites. Uh, okay, so it's in Atlanta. In this game. So, yeah, yeah let's... Uh, somebody want to keep... Grant, can you type them out for me this time? And then just send it to me. Uh, I'll just put them in our document. Okay, that's great. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's Chargers at Falcons. I... I'll be honest. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop on the Falcons. I'm just waiting for this to not work out. Uh, let's go, let's go chargers here. Um, I think they're going to start putting it together. So see, the problem is we've been doing this for too long and now we have a lot of the same opinions on things. So I'm yeah. like, uh, yeah, cause I, I agree. What's, 100%. what's more likely, you know? Yeah. I, I don't like where the chargers are health wise. If we both pick the Chargers, you know what he's going to I know, which is kind of why I want to pick the Falcons, <laughs> but uh, so I, Matt, you, you got chargers. I'm taking the chargers. The thing, the thing here is, I almost feel like, ironically, the Chargers are the one of the two teams in this matchup that don't have their identity right now, because it's basically like, all right, uh, Herbert, can you please like win us the football game? And then mm-hmm. if he doesn't do that, like, what are they going to do? So, whereas the Falcons, they go into the game, you know what they're going to do. They still do it anyways. They're going to run RPOs. And they're going to try to squeak out a win. I'm, I want to say something I haven't really realized until like, I mean, this is probably obvious to anybody who listens to the podcast, but like we hang out with him a lot. Yeah. We, Jameson's a verbal processor. Mm-hmm. You notice this? Like yeah. he literally talks himself into these pickums. Yes, he I does. am. You and I just go like, and we make a decision, right? I feel like for me, there's an actual coin, coin in my brain that I see flip. And then it lands, and I'm like, "That's some one. some matchups are like that for me. If I, especially if they're in the if they're in the document, because I I don't know yeah. what our pickums are. 
Yeah, we don't. So, I don't tell them ahead of time. Yeah, sometimes if they're sometimes in the I document, pick them ahead of time. We yeah, just or sometimes they'll text me ones. and I'm like, okay, I immediately know who I want for this. Yeah. With this one though, because like preseason, I we were all on the Chargers. I have them. I had them and the Eagles going to Super Bowl. I might yeah. be, be right in the Eagles, but yeah. you were you. That was a good pick on the Eagles. Yeah. But but the Chargers, I'm not looking smart on. Yeah. I, I four and three. I mean, I'm four and three. I'm not writing them they off. Put it together, either. but they're not winning the games they should. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fair. And I don't like That's where they I mean. are health wise. Yeah. Um, the team is still coming together, you guys. Um, come on, make your pick. Let's uh, do it. I'm gonna say the Falcons. I'm just gonna, oh. I'm gonna do it. What are you doing? I'm going. I'm going with the talent over. Oh, you're going, going. You're going with the Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers. Just Me, because the talent. Matt and Grant agreeing is a rare thing, people, yeah. and we're probably wrong because. You- Usually James is going to win with Jameson, he gets it. Okay, so, what's the next game we got here? Uh, just saying, Jameson, Jameson, not a, not always a big talker. That's all I was trying to say mm. earlier. Uh, the next game is uh, we're <laughs> this will be fun. Um, we're gonna go, we're gonna go with a crud game, just because I wanted to find close matchups. So is there okay. like a Texans like no. Colts game or something? Uh, I mean, that's not a bad one. Oh no, th- uh, that no. was last week, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. no. Raiders at the Jaguars. Oof. Two and five versus two and six. And Vegas okay. is give, getting a point right now. Wait, where where is it at? It's in Jacksonville. Yeah. You uh, know. The, yep. It, it, just just do it. Just Jacksonville. do it. That a boy. That's what I, I've been burnt by them so many times, but they're almost the inverse. The, I don't know that this would be my side of the week if I could actually remember what it is. They have a positive plus minus on the season mm-hmm. i think and they're they, like plus they 12 keep point differential and, and they are what two and six two and five something like that two well and that's because that defense is keeping them in games exactly and trevor lawrence is not doing what he's supposed to do which yeah i i'll give him to, benefit of the doubt because some, last uh, year wasn't a real rookie year this is his real rookie year. yeah that's last fair. year he's was got a, a good coach this yeah year. yeah last year was a dumpster fire but i i think they are kind of the opposite of the giants where they have those uh one score games they have all those close games but they just can't win any of them um but also the freaking raiders got blanked by the saints who are not that great of a football no. team but not a bad defense but not a bad defense but also they Devonte was Seahawks like disagree, one but. reception <laughs> for three yards or something last week yeah so i i have no faith in anything that mcdaniel's doing over there i would much rather put my trust in peterson and the run game over there, even if Trevor Lawrence isn't really doing a whole lot right now for me, I'm saying the Jags. Great. I'm going the Raiders because they're both bad. I'm just going to take the home team. Nope. That's the Jags. Jags, Wait, is the Jags are the home team? Oh, yeah. crud. That just complicated things for your brain, didn't I? Because you said Vegas has it at like the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah Vegas so, so, is so, getting getting a point. Yeah, sorry. so sorry. So that's why I would. Um, yeah, I know. I, I might still go, still go with the Raiders then. Okay. Because I've already penciled it in. Um, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't, don't want to I don't want to type anything out on the iPad here. So yeah, typing uh, on the iPad's not fun. I I think this is a complete toss up. I I do okay, too. So I'm gonna flip the the coin right you, now. Do you have one in your brain? Uh, no. But I'm okay. I I just think there's more talent on one of those teams. I'm gonna take the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Taking what, away what teams. Is, this is not what, good for us. What? what? That is Raiders secondary might allow Matt. Matt, we're yeah. we're, we're two I, for two I, agreeing. This, is, this cannot. That continue. that Raiders secondary might be a get back week for uh, Trevor here. All right, we're gonna take a game that one of us does not want to take. Uh, Rams at the Bucks. Bucks. This is a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! The Rams are a bad football team. Zero this year. faith. There's none. Three four versus three and five. I think the Bucks do need it more, so I'm gonna take the Bucks. Yeah. The you know 
You you got to you got to get Tom Brady some freaking wins. And you got to run the ball. I mean, the homie they, needs, dude, the homie needs something cannot. to celebrate. I, I, ironically, it's, it's been the, a rough go the last one couple thing, weeks for that guy. The one thing that we do rough go. fairly well, except for against Christian McCaffrey, is like actually stop the run. Guess what the Bucks can't do? They can't run. They can't run the ball. So, but also we can't block anybody, which is why we are so terrible. So yeah. I'm going to say it now. This is, I think, the... We're all going to sweep this one? Yep. So we're either yeah. all getting a point or we're all losing a point. All right. Um... I don't really want to pick this game, but we need to get a fourth one. So, uh, and and both these teams are five and two. I think that would surprise you if, uh, if I told you that one of these teams was five and two. Titans at the Chiefs. This is the best Titans record game the of the week. I'm taking the Chiefs. No hesitation in my mind. I I think we may sweep that one, but um, yep. Yeah the the Chiefs twelve and a half point favorites against a five and two team. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw that uh, AJ Brown has more receiving yards than all the all all the wide receiver core for the Titans. I, that was going to be my side of the week. Yeah. yeah. The Titans. Yeah. By by one yard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, if Robert you want to know Woods. why this is a twelve point favorite, because they're playing at Kansas City. They're playing at Kansas City, and this In a is a night game. This is Patrick Mahomes versus Malik Willis. Yes. Ooh. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that part. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. I. Yeah. I'll 100% take the L on that if they're wrong. Like, I'll be, I'll, I'll 100% yeah, admit we'll be like, it. Well, I didn't see that coming. Well, yeah. then no one would have. Okay, so let's say, Matt, if this is the last one we have, then we will have picked the same on every single pick em. Oh, no. So I'm either, do horrible so, so, this e- week. so either, yeah. That, so either I'm this dragging. This could allow me to take first place. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, if you guys get them all wrong. So either no. I'm dragging you down with me or you're pulling me up. I, you're welcome. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. No. The, uh, let me write this all well, in. Well, I, I do need to get. Well, a college our, game? our college game of the week is Which, pretty stinking obvious. If you haven't already heard of this game, uh, I don't know what uh, what rock you are currently living under, but um, there is one pick massive game. game going on this weekend. Uh, people, Tennessee is playing Georgia. Georgia. So that Tennessee number one ranking might be very short-lived. Yeah. I think Georgia, but we I, that needs to be our pick 'em. Um, this game is it in Athens or is it where's it going to be? Let me see where this is. Where is this that? Oh, you could you could have picked the field. battle for New York Bills Jets in our pick 'em. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> uh, well, Flacco starting? I don't, now I don't you, now you might have me I mean, talking. Hey, Flacco was starting. Seahawks Cardinals. That's a game. God, the you Cardinals know, the, are horrible. Of these games yeah, with ranked teams, only one of them. I'm going to say though that is even close here on the that whichever plus minus. whichever stadium the the Cardinals play out. I don't know the Glendale. I don't know whatever. Uh, that that field yeah. is cursed. That's terrible. It's a terrible field. We've lost it's Cliff Averill, Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas. They all ended their careers on that field Oof, with the Seahawks. If it weren't week? for MetLife, that would be like the worst mm-hmm. field oh, in dude. the league. You so cross those fingers so so bye bye DK. The gods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> like dude. Oh man. Every, you the, can't afford to lose that guy. No, no. <laughs> I, I think you'd sacrifice Lockett gladly before you would sacrifice him. Not Such wishing anything love, bad on players. I, I'm not, but there's I'm not one that is more talented. Than uh, the by other. the way, Oregon, 31 and a half point favorites against Colorado. <laughs> 30. Ohio State also that has game a could be an email. Ohio State has to play email. <laughs> we we can play this game over Zoom. Yeah, that game could be an email. <laughs> Uh, oh my Ohio State also has a stinker. Uh, they're playing Northwestern, who is the uh, butt of. <laughs> they're, 
<laughs> their conference. Uh, they are 38-point favorites. Uh, might as well just not tune into those games, folks. I, I genuinely don't know how much of that duck game I'm going to watch, and I watch every game. So, uh, no, there's only one close game. Uh, is it two and a half? Texas is getting two and a half against Kansas State at Kansas State, which I'm surprised at. Kansas State's solid. Kansas State, yeah. I mean, they, they, they took a game off uh, here recently, basically. But yeah. uh, other than that, and the one I don't get, though, well, okay, this is what, I, what I'm saying. Like, I don't. I think Clemson's an imposter. This tells that story. Notre Dame is not having a good year. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, they started out the season one and three. They have won four in a row. Um, they, uh, they've chopped down the tree and all that. But uh, they are, uh, they're only three and a half point dogs against Clemson. That's a trap game. Yeah. Straight up trap game uh, for Clemson. And it, it's playing at Notre Dame. If you were asking me straight up, I don't think I'd have to flip the coin. I think I would take Notre Dame. That's that's what I think about Clemson right now. So yeah, uh, I just I think they're imposters. So getting back to the one we're supposed to pick though, Tennessee, uh, Georgia, Tennessee at Georgia. Ugh. Georgia currently Georgia. getting eight and a half. I don't agree with that. I don't like the line. If we were line taking the line, I oh, would. Oh yeah, I would, take I would, Tennessee all the way. I would take Tennessee on the line. Okay, um, because genuinely over under here on on po- total points. Are we? Are we? Uh, I'll put it at forty seven. That's a twenty four twenty three. Taking the over. It, uh, Georgia's defense. Georgia's defense is really against good. that amazing. I might. I might take offense. the over on the off chance that one of the teams like drops thirty or something. That that would be because I I think it could be like it, it could. I was it talking, could be like a thirty to seventeen. I think I was talking to Mike today. Yeah, it was Mike, and he was like, "Really? You think?" No, it's Todd. My bad. Todd also listen to the show. Yeah. Hi, buddy. Um, yeah, like the I, I said twenty. I think I said twenty-seven, twenty-four. Yeah. I think I'd just be on that over. Yeah, just so I, I would probably take the over there. Uh, I, I definitely think it's gonna be a close game. So even though I said, yeah, it could be like a you know thirty to seventeen thing, I I would much rather take the close game. Yeah. I don't. I think eight is pretty generous. Granted, is in Athens. Yeah. Um, I think we're all gonna sweep this one here too i'm i'm taking if it Georgia. was neutral i would mm. take tennessee i i would be very tempted because at tennessee i would take tennessee. we i mean it wasn't wasn't like five minutes ago that i was talking about i like tennessee but if it's in georgia georgia's still a really good football team and yeah. coming into this season at the, especially at the beginning of the season it was just like georgia is just it's a monster dreaming they are so, that tight end is unbelievable bro. they a kid and is the fact that they do monster. it on both sides of the ball the size is of lebron yeah, and they do it on both sides of the ball. It's horrifying. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to take them specifically because of the home field. But um, I, I mean, we sweeping. We're sweeping. Yep. Grant Grant is nodding his head instead of using the microphone. But now we're I and it mm-hmm. wouldn't even technically. Te- I mean, I guess it would be an upset from a betting perspective. But if you're looking at like the upset of who's ranked where, um, I, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I I think that's going to be... There's actually some really good college football in the top 25. I'm going to be week. rooting for Tennessee. I'll uh, say that. You know, Ducks and Ohio State aside, uh, there'd be some fun ones. The uh, <laughs> other things to watch around the NFL this week, the Packers are playing at the Lions. Um, I think that that is interesting. And I think, I think that, that is, it's really interesting. The Packers are only three and a half point favorites. You know what? I think the Lions, if we were doing a pick them, I would pick the Lions in that game because that the problem... 
the problem with both of those teams is one of them can't really stop anybody right now and also can't put up points, and one team can't stop anybody but can put up points. Uh, we also need to continue to watch the dumpster fire that is the Colts because um, they fired their offensive coordinator today, or I should, should say that Jim Ersay made um, yeah. Mr. Reich follow. He uh, is a grumpy guy. Dude, Jim Ersay, uh, Jim Ersay literally went from being one of my favorite owners to one of my least favorite people on the planet in like three weeks. I don't know what the crud that dude, like what porcupine he sat on, but like it has changed someone, his perspective. Someone crapped it his was the quarterback carousel porcupine. Uh, but no, I do want to watch that. That's Colts at Patriots. Uh, that one's interesting. Um, you know, there's, there's Ravens are playing the saints. I, I know we, I gave the Ravens a lot of credit today. There's another primetime game for them. They are coming on the, on the 10 day wait, which usually Harbaugh slaughters after. Um, but, uh, saints just got that really surprising blank, uh, win at 20 it was 24, nothing, right? Yeah. Uh, over the, the Raiders, uh, that one's interesting on Monday night football, um, or more interesting at least than I thought it was going to be. Uh, be because just because you want to see if they're going to get the momentum. But uh, several good games this week. One game that we can all just turn on and turn right back off. The freaking Eagles are playing the Texans on Thursday Night Football. They that could sucks. legitimately hang fifty, but they won't because they'll be so far ahead that they'll just rest everybody. Kirk Herbstreit's going to be like, "Thank God they're paying me a lot of money for this." Yeah. Well, I mean, Kirk Herbstreit does college, and that happens all the time in college, so it's just going to be uh, yeah. that is fair. Well, not usually in the games he covers. That's, that's true. So it, uh, it is going to be a light week in football, unfortunately, though, because there's six teams on bye this week. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, Niners, and a lot of them. So Niners are on bye. Well, Niners are on. Maybe bye. not a lot of them are good teams, but the Niners, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Steelers, the Giants, and the Browns are all on by for the most part those are i mean so those are, solid those are several teams. several they're, good ones at least half of those they're are good. popular teams how about that yeah, they're good teams fair. to watch right now yeah. for uh one bears, reason or another yeah bears hosting the dolphins other games we didn't touch on Bengals hosting the panthers um battle of the cats the Vikings, big cats. commies could be an interesting <laughs> matchup yep the rest of them we did touch on so uh, whatever your team is, I uh, I hope you have a fun weekend watching them. Uh, unless they play in the NFC West, and then I hope they lose. Um, but go Hawks! Baby. Uh, the uh, it, I, if you're not doing anything Saturday, man, find a find college football game to watch. There's several good ones. You want to tune one. in? There's going to be good games morning tonight. This last week was the also, same way. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to do anything next week. I will not be here. Oh well, that'll be fun. Because we're we're going to be California. doing. It. We you, we will we will figure the, out a way. You'll, you'll be in the happiest place on earth. Yeah, I will. We'll figure out a way. We we we'll talk to you about it and we'll figure it out. Yeah, uh, we'll be sitting next to one phone, just you know, <laughs> voice memo. I'll have this to think. Thing. The only thing because I could probably bring my laptop. Yeah. The only thing is I don't know if I want to. Well, I have a Pelican case for my interface. Maybe I will. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll just call uh we'll call our friend Spencer and, and be like, hey, you want to come it. hang out for a little bit? Because I just wouldn't have my my fancy plugins would be the only uh, the only difference. We, but I can, you know I can I can do it like a well, broke kid. If if we don't talk to you, you people are, next you are, week, you are technical seeing, difficulties. You are seeing how the sausage is being made right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all Jameson, one hundred percent. Um. Anyway, I uh, hope you have a great <laughs> weekend with football. Hope the Phillies finish this crud out, yes, and we can go. all talk about it next yes, week. Let's go. Uh, that Get thing ends 4-1. Oh, Forget the stinking up, Astros. It would line up perfectly if they win, I think, tomorrow. Yeah. Then they have to go to go to Houston, and they could win in front of Houston. Oh, I would oh, love it. Amazing. I would oh. love it. Bryce Harper to, just hitting a bomb in the, bo- in, the, in, the, in the top of the ninth, and oh. they're just standing out in right field looking at everybody. I want going, the gnarliest bat flip of all time. Oh, oh, yeah. I he want better. it so bad. I that want dude, all that He smoke. hit another one tonight, right? Yeah. yeah. First pitch. He's monster. Yeah, yeah his monster. first pitch. Second inning. So, 
Anyway, hope you have a great sports weekend. We'll be back to talk about it next week. Go Phillies. Later.